Everybody wanna get rich. Nobody wanna take a risk. Everybody wanna get rich. Nobody wanna take a risk. Can't forget days being broke is a joke. It's funny then. I know I can trip and slip back to the bottom and then the right way I began. I wish I could say this was part of the plan, but this is the means to an end. And I can't wait to talk to my mother and tell her her boy done turned into the man. Everybody wanna get rich. Nobody wanna take a risk. Flow is water, I'm dripping the You got Chris Thomas. Mark Thompson. Carmen Drew and Miss Carmen will be joining us shortly. You can listen to the Running Back Sports Show, Sports with the Coach. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? You know, you know it's Tuesday. You know what time it is. This is different, though, because we got football today. But um, Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's definitely. The NFL just built different this year, huh? I know. They they do anything but take the vaccine. That's that's what they – or cancel or postpone. Well, I mean, I mean they they been, but, I mean they have been postponed. They just haven't canceled. I know. Yeah, we need another shutdown. It's not happening though. Yeah, like yeah, not in the NFL and not in the NBA. After what Adam Adam Silver said. Nah, that's not happening. No shutdown, no bubble. So we just gonna just resume. Gonna I mean, listen, this thing has been here for two years, like I've already said at this point. So stop wearing your mask under your nose. You know what you need to do. All right, we ain't we've been here before. All right. Break out, break out the hand sanitizer. Like, y'all still shouldn't be dirty at this point. The fact that we're still teaching grown adults, grown American adults, how to be clean people is just beyond me. So stop sneezing in your hand, weirdo. Um, when you go to the bathroom after you've had a few drinks, don't forget to wash your hands, weirdo. Like, and if you shake more than twice, you're playing with it. But anyway, just make sure y'all just be clean. Just be clean individuals. That's all I ask for. Also, please understand how vaccines work. Vaccines doesn't mean you're immune to it. Facts. It just stops you from, like, not really dying as bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like we have these same conversations every day. Yeah, it's, yeah, everybody, everybody want to be a scientist. I seen, I seen one thing that is crazy, though, and it makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. That if there was no internet, people would have been lined up and had that vaccine. We would not really have this issue. It's just now with the internet, so many people have the platform to speak and put out all their theories and whatnot. And it's cool to be more informed. There's, there's definitely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But come on now. You can't just be out here talking about I'm not going to take the vaccine because of this, that, and the third. And you don't have anything that actually supports those things. I, I got to do, do my own research. I'm like, uh-huh. And what is your own research? Ask, ask Jeeves. That's what they're going to do. They're going to ask Jeeves. And that ain't even turned out too well. Yeah. Talking about, I'm going to do my own research. Man, you, you mean, like, dude, all the other stuff, you have no other issue putting in your body. But. Right. You know what I mean? And, right. You ain't, you ain't got no problem taking that blue pill on the weekend from the gas station. You're going to take that. You know what I'm saying? But now you now you worried about a little, little, little something, something that the, the government's giving out. For oh, I got to do, st- do my own research. You eat gas station seafood, dog. Right. Like, Come on, dog. Come on, bro. You you eat McDonald's. Come on, man. You talking about I gotta do research. Come on. <laughs> so. Anywho. Hello, Any- Carm. Hey, what's up? What was you drinking? Got a shake. Oh, okay. Do you know what you're putting in that shake? I mean, not everything, obviously. Mm. Okay. okay. For the most part. I feel you. Yeah, and once again, you're listening to 98.5 WJ1 here, Running Back Sports Show, every Tuesday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. We have a pretty good show today. The NFL season continues on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The Eagles host a Washington football team, and the Rams will go on the road to take on the Seattle 
Oh, there's two games tonight? Yeah, there's two games. Oh, wow. Both starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. What channel are the Eagles on? I don't know, but uh, we're going to get it anyway. Well, I know, because we're local. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. But we're going to call the joint discussion with any Eagles-related topics, NFL, vaccine questions. Right. Uh, any questions. Yeah. Christmas questions. You know, we were Favorite Christmas, Christmas movies. can't even believe that. Yeah. That's so wild. Um, yeah, of course, that number is 215-763-9596. So it, it's funny, as we were getting ready and prepared for the show, it's one thing I noticed that Nobody really mentioned the Eagles. Where where y'all at on the Eagles right now? I mean, we do have a a big game tonight. Are y'all are you not sold on them making the playoffs? Are you nervous? Like it's too dummy proof to the point where it's like I don't even want to talk about it. Like where 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 are we at? I'm trying to gauge y'all right now. Where are we at? I'm gonna let Carm go first. Um, I mean, I was aware that the game was moved. I mean, it got canceled. So I was just curious to see who was playing, but now I see that everyone should be playing, for the most part, who wasn't already hurt. So, I mean, I think the Eagles should win this, but I'm not having any high hopes for them, because who knows, because it's just the Eagles. <laughs> so I'm just hoping that, you know, they make it competitive and it's not a blowout. In terms of the Eagles getting blown out, I, mean, I don't see that. Ha- I don't see why that would happen. But you know, Jalen's back now. He's had like a couple weeks off. He's had extra days off now with um, the game being pushed. So hopefully, he's ready and you know ready to be more accurate. Yeah, that's all we can hope for. And if not, in shoot time. But no, I'm I'm kidding. But no. Um, Are you? Are you, Christopher? Are you? Whatever gets the whatever gets his team second in the NFC East. That's true. I guess. You ain't got hair on the line. I do. But <laughs> uh, you, you ain't right about that. You, I mean, at this point, I don't see why not. That's the problem. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I'm I'm sticking to the same. Both Tyler Heineke and Kyle Allen is out. I Heineken. Think, Come he- on. Get it right. The quarterback tonight, which I double-checked on Twitter to make sure his name is Garrett Gilbert. He going to snap tonight. Yeah. He going to 450. Yeah, so Dig, Eagles fans gonna be talking about let's trade for him, let's trade one of the picks for him. He's gonna snap tonight. Watch, can't wait. Yeah, but here's but the one thing I feel like the Eagles aren't gonna win this game because oh, unlike you know back in 2010 when the game got moved, the reason why the game originally got moved back in 2010 when we played the Vikings and Joe Webb was because of super inclement weather so like it was a massive snowstorm. They didn't rectify anything until Tuesday night, so that's why they moved it. Meanwhile, this game, because of COVID protocols, normally, if this was the case, either the game would have been played regardless because last year you saw a bunch of teams with decimated rosters due to COVID-related protocols, health and safety protocols, play with an incomplete team. We literally saw the Browns go with, I believe, the third-string quarterback without their head coach. Mm-hmm. And last year you saw Denver pretty much They didn't even have a – Quarterback. quarterback yeah. yeah, they had to start their wide uh, one of their wide receivers, Eck, who was a former quarterback. Yeah, I believe like what back in high school. Yeah, they played like Wildcat all day. Yeah, and he had like like thirty passing yards. <laughs> yeah, it's a great game. I, he lit it up. I remember they threw a party when he just completed the pass. I know, right? he lit it up, yo. Watch out, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Jeez, he was on the money that game. <laughs> but with all, but with them delaying the game. Um, Rodney McLeod has made his uh, 
thoughts cleared about them moving uh, the game was BS. Same with Fletcher. A lot of Eagles are irritated at the fact that not only this game is delayed, but now it's going to be a short week yep. for you know their game on Sunday. Yeah. So I feel like you're going to see a really aggressive Philadelphia Eagles team that's not going to be in the mood to play any games. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're going to handle their business. So, so you think the Eagles are going to win? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said at the beginning that they were going to lose. No, I, I joke, but oh, okay. I feel like what I'm seeing in regards to, you know, just being annoyed by the fact that their game is being delayed because mm-hmm. of something that it's not even their fault. Right. And now because you delayed the game, there's more chances that, you know, you're going to lose players due to COVID protocol like True. you saw earlier. Injuries. Yeah, injuries. Yeah, so Landon Dickerson's not playing because of now he's in health and safety protocols now as well. Right. So, but yeah, I see this team that's it's going to come out. It's going to be an NFC East game, so it's going to be ugly and it's going to be close. But the Eagles should win this game. Now, what makes you so sure that they're just going to be ticked off and just get right to business? When have we ever just seen them ticked off and just get right to business? Probably the Super Bowl year. Uh, that was a long time ago. How many players we even have left from that roster? What, like maybe three, four? A good amount. I mean, I just I just don't understand where the confidence comes from in this team. I mean, we got Hurts coming back from a high ankle sprain. He probably should be out for two more weeks. Um, we still got the some of the fan base up in um, up in Hoopla because Gardner Minshew snapped against the Jets. The Jets. You know, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous. Was well, anybody saying the Lions, when we put up 45 against the Lions, are just happy because we won? No, I mean, it's, it's it's different. I'm just talking about because we get quarterback controversy again for no reason because it's like, all right, let's say hypothetically. <laughs> there isn't any quarterback controversy. Nah, nah, Garner nah. has done his thing, and then after, like two days after the fact, it all died down. No, it And didn't. I think a lot of it also had to do with, one, there was a bye week, and now because of – the what breakout in Washington, the game is delayed. So I'm pretty sure like Garner Minshew is probably in the back of everybody else's minds right now. Not hypothetically, if we're down, I don't know, three touchdowns in the third with like I don't know eight minutes left. Well, then it's like, okay, what are we gonna do? Well, just well, listen. As long as your boy Jalen Hurts does what he needs uh, to do, yeah. Hopefully, Sirianni puts him in a place, puts him in the right place. And what is the right place? Um, under center, um, play action, and running the ball. That's it. It's that simple. So the stuff we've been doing for like the past month and a half? Not we've been doing it. It's just I want more under center. I want more under center. I want more play action. I, I like, okay, the RPOs is cute. Yeah, but no, I want under. I, li- I literally want it to look like an actual running play so the defense can be like, oh, are they going to run? Oh, my God, it's a play action over my head touchdown. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not like, oh, here we go. They're in a shotgun. They're, they're not like we know. It's not no, we know. Like, I, And I also want more Devontae Smith. Like, why can't we get him the ball? Like, I don't understand how we can do little cute screens to get Arthega Whiteside open, and he's like 100% on the season. He's the best wide receiver we got right now. His catch rate right now is 100%. Like, why can't we do why things like – Why does it have like, to be a hun- more Devontae Smith? Why can't it be – like we saw last game, like more Dallas got it. No, I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. But, I mean, the fact that we can't even use our best weapon is beyond me. Or, I mean, do we even know if he's still our best weapon? Because, I mean, Dallas Goddard has definitely, I'd say, or, earned his contract that maybe, he was already getting. Or maybe, or maybe, just maybe we don't have a quarterback on the roster that knows how to properly utilize or target him. 
It could be that too. There's a, there's a bunch of different things. Yeah, multiple different variables. Yeah, with the um right now the um the uh, cover is um what's it called? It's not well the spread is uh nine and a half. Last I saw, I don't even I don't even like that. I would I wouldn't even touch that with a ten foot pole. Oh. Say, like, I just don't trust the Eagles. I'm about to say what's the return? <laughs> no, I mean I just don't trust the Eagles to cover that. Like nine and a half, no way. If anything, I would take I would take Washington on the nine and a half, not the Eagles. But yeah, it's it. No, I don't. I don't trust it whatsoever. It's just you. You never know. I mean, this isn't the days of Andy Reid, where after a bye week we were like, I don't know, fourteen and zero for a very long time. Like those days are long and gone. So we just can't come off a bye week with extra days and just think that like, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna spank Washington. We're going against uh, Taylor Heineken or, or uh, Gilbert Arenas, like whoever, whatever. Garrett Gilbert. Whatever. <laughs> like Agent Zero, I don't care. Like <laughs> like whoever he is, like, come on now. Like you would think, like, I, I don't know. Like have we even heard on any news on if Jordan Howard is back? Like if Jordan Howard's back, that's excellent news. You know, we, we actually can finally pair him alongside Miles Sanders and see how that backfield can get dynamic, you know what I'm saying? So ninety eight point five WJYM running back sports show. Hello? All right. I'm play. Oh, play on my phone one more time, yo. Uh, We're not playing. Yeah. Now, now I see why parents, <laughs> now I see why growing up parents got mad at that playing on the phone. All right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going out my way to stop what I'm doing to answer the phone and you playing on my phone. Mm-hmm. You ever do the um, the prank call yeah. to a family member? Um, Is your, fr- your refrigerator running? <laughs> you better run and go get it. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. I don't think it's run and go get it. I think it's you better go get it. It's no. it's it's something along those I lines. I think it's just the refrigerator running. Well, you better go catch it. You better go get it. Carm looked like she was eating the uh, blue le- blue lollipop. You remember the, the uh, blue jaw? Yeah. My lips are purple. Yeah. I'm drinking a smoothie with blueberries in it. So. Getting those antioxidants in? Oh, man. Something. Yeah? Just got done. Just going to town on the blueberry bush over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Relax. Relax. Relax, running back. Gotta get those. Gotta get those antioxidants in. Gotta have something going, you know. Big, big facts. Yeah, Eagles. Just let's go. Just taking a it. nice chomp on a blueberry cake. <laughs> I don't really necessarily like blueberries and other things. I just like frozen blueberries and smoothies. Nah, they are solid. I had that earlier. I get. I got this little three-pound bag. Where it's some um, blueberries, bananas, and strawberries. I had some chia seeds and some water. <laughs> Listen, it's the healthiest treat you can have. That's on jumping. I'm not that big of a blueberry fan either. I mean, it's I've had the I antioxidants. I don't yeah. like them. Either. I mean, I've had. I mean, as of because of my job, I've eaten a lot of asahi bowls. So oh, okay. like, oh, you fancy? I forgot. Yeah, asahi bowls not fancy. It, it, I can't even spell that, my brother. It's A C I. You know, it's A-C-A-I, A-C-A-I. Nah, you can't, you should not be eating nothing you can't even spell. See, that's why I don't eat it. Yeah, you know. So. Oh, my God. Got, you got to get them antioxidants in. Blueberries got three times the antioxidants. I like blueberries and shakes, like I said. I just, blueberries can be kind of like tart sometimes, okay, like when it's fresh. Okay, let's give it up. Mark, Mark Thompson, uh, fitness instructor. Oh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm Mark dropped 15 pounds. I don't know nah, I'm, at, I'm at 17 now. 
Oh, J- Mark dropped 17 pounds. Yes. He don't know how to act. Dropping, yep. that, dropping that holiday weed, man. Just I, you no, I thinner in the face, cor- Mark. I, I know. Yeah, thank you. Nah, seriously. Nah, I finally dropped that quarantine weed, for real. That quarantine weed was no joke. Now I'm just out here living again. My knees don't even hurt. That's why, that's why I'm making yeah. my basketball return. 15 pounds can be a big difference, you know? Mm, of course. Shoot, major difference. It's because of them antioxidants. <laughs> <laughs> them blueberries, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I just honestly just can't wait for this year to be done. Mm-hmm. Oh, why's that? It's just been the worst year ever, mm. personally. Worst year? Worst. The worst. Dang, even worse than 2020? Yep. Dang. It's cool. It's cool. So God got a plan for you. Listen, it's better, it better be something because the way this is going, I'm done with 2021 forever. It could be erased out the history books. For all I care. They want to pull all the slavery and all the, you know, killing and all the stuff they did to everybody in history. They want to pull all that out. Pull out 2021 as well. Mm-hmm. You want to pull out those things. Listen. Which I is see, crazy to me. I seen a TikTok. I was dying. Bull said, he said, God talking about he give his strongest, uh, his uh, toughest battles to his strongest waters. I mean, the warriors. He's like, who said I was strong? <laughs> like, I'm tired. <laughs> Right, like my brother, I feel you. <laughs> I f- I'm tired out here. I'm exhausted. Thanks. I've been a strong warrior for years. Cut me some slack. No, I feel that. And, and then Joe Byron talking about he not going to t- knock off the student loans no more. We got bamboozled. Right, hoodwinked. hoodwinked. Right. We've been hoodwinked. <laughs> bamboozled. <laughs> right. Run amok. Let us stray. And flat out the sea. Yo, was that you who <laughs> tweeted that Stephen A <laughs> yeah. should be um Jay J Jonah? Oh no, I saw that like when I woke up and so I screenshotted it. That would be perfect because all he does is yell. Yeah. I, yo, honestly, I, I, feel I cannot like, not even listen to Stephen A anymore. Yeah, honestly, it's like I feel like but uh but yo, praise up to Stephen A. Like I just found out today that like he got tested positive for COVID nineteen, so only laugh because a couple of Jones I seen earlier. Yeah. It was like Kyrie talking trash, yeah. um, saying like, Anywho, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. yeah, he was I talking about everybody COVID. Stephen A. Nah, that would be hilarious though. And and I did not see Spider Man yet, so please don't what? ruin it. For you me. haven't? Me neither. Don't nah, ruin it for me. I was going. I was going right, to go here's see the thing. it earlier y'all, today. Y'all yeah. got y'all got until Christmas. So Christmas? Yeah, y'all got until Christmas. I, I'm. Yeah, I don't want. I don't. I don't. Don't ruin it because I haven't. I'm trying to watch the. Tom Holland ones, because I haven't seen them. Nor have I seen the Andrew Garfield ones. I've only ever seen. We talked about this. I still have. I I started watching Homecoming, and it was pretty good. But I fell asleep because I'm just been tired. But I'm trying to get through the least. Just listen. When you have a day off, don't plan nothing. Just if you plan on like catching up on something, just plan your day around that. In terms of just don't do nothing all day. Facts. But just watch TV. Facts. It could that and yo, you know what? Honestly. With um, the holidays falling on the weekend, if you ain't got no plans, that ain't a bad plan. To yeah. Just, to just relax. Yeah, because I definitely want to watch the Tom Holland ones at least so I can kind of have like a little understanding of yeah. what's going on. I just appreciate, I mean, well, I haven't been on the internet that much, but I appreciate people actually having respect for this movie. I have not seen like any spoilers whatsoever. Now, let Insecure be on. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants spoil Insecure. I mean, well, insecure, you know what I'm well, doesn't Insecure air like an episode and maybe live tweeting? Yeah, but still. Like, I want to watch Insecure from the beginning. I've never seen it. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I've I seen, haven't, like, I haven't three, either. So. I've seen like three really? episodes. 
That's it cute. looked pretty solid. good, but like I just didn't get into it. But now that it's ending, I think I'll watch it now that it's like it's solid. Yeah. It's um because we're older, it's more of like our timeline. Oh, like, we? Yeah. Chris is like our age as well. Is it nah, it's like a huge difference. It's like that three, four year difference is like huge. When it comes to that show. Is it? It is. You gotta watch it and see. Yeah. Like, like for example, like no way, I'm, I'm getting there. You are. No, no, 2023. I'll be 30. Right. So I'll be in all age bracket then. Right. I'm just saying, it, it really. I feel like Issa Rae is literally. I think she is like around my age. Oh yeah, no, no she's no. older than you, Mark. Mark. Again. No, no, I'm not talking. You're not 35, no, Mark. Listen to. I'm Issa Rae is like 37. I, You're only 33, Mark. Be quiet. To, I'm talking about. I'm not 33 actually. 32. I'm talking about how it. Putting years on that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because he puts years on himself. Not, I'm not even talking about myself as an age today. I'm talking about like, man, the I'm timeline. I'm 33, like, but my knee is 36. Nah, nah, my knees is 26 right now. Say, no, let me stop playing. They're not 26 right now. They're not 26. But no, it's it's cool. But no, I do appreciate the people on my timeline because I have not been on Twitter nearly as much. Because I'm like, they're going to spoil the movie for me. But they have not so far. And I do appreciate that. I mean, I know the premise. I know the three Spider-Mans are going to appear. That's that's all I know. I don't know nothing else. And I don't want to know nothing else. I just kind of asked this. You've seen it, right, Chris? Yes. I, so I saw it, I, I, it. When it opened on theaters on Thursday, I bought myself a ticket 9 in the morning to go see the 3 o'clock showing. Okay, good. So... <laughs> Cause I ain't run, I ain't running that risk getting spoiled. Cause Freeman got the movie spoiled. He got spoilers, so like that's why I had to go see it. I'm like, yeah, nah. Let me just ask this. Yeah. Is Kirsten Dunst in it? No. Ugh! Why do you want her? Again? I love her. I want to see. Her. I'm upset. Whatever. Right. Fine. Right. I, I'm, I no. I don't even tell Chris. I just want to know that. That's it. I don't want nothing else. Because I really want to know because I really like her. That would make me mad if she was in it. Why? Because she's not that good. She was the best Mary Jane. She was not. Who's the better Mary Jane? She was, first off, she was a bum. She couldn't even keep a job. Her her voice couldn't even go past the first row. She can't even act. (laughs) Right. She can't even act. Which is funny because she's in a movie. (laughs) Can't get a job that can't act. Right. She can act. She's in a uh, freaking uh, hookah bar or whatever she was working. Oh, (laughs) excuse me. It was like a like a sixties like. Like a oh, speakeasy. Right, you know what I mean? Out my here man. getting no tips. Right. First of all. <laughs> getting no tips. My man Peter I got on the keys and started snapping. Took over I that just, whole joint. I just went. I was on my and I watched Vanity Fair's um, like timeline of careers. <laughs> they do like a timeline of careers like segment they do with different celebrities, and yeah. they did hers. And she has a lot of quality movies on her timeline. I was l- looking at it. I was like, oh my, she was in a lot of movies. The, you guys are that's haters. cool. That that's cool. I did not like. That doesn't make the fact that I do not like her in any of the Spider Man. Why? But why? But why? The child star, right? Yeah. Something. Yeah, like that. I would is. take. Um, she was in an interview with a vampire. I would take. What's her name? Black Widow as a child star. Oh, Natalie Portman. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, mm-hmm. I take her as a child star over Kirsten Dunst. Oh, I thought you, said, I thought you meant Black Swan. That's Natalie Portman. Yeah, I would take. I'll her. take um, both of the Emmas over her too. Why is this Kirsten? Y'all never seen Bring It On? Of course, of that's course. my ish. She's a forever immortalized because she did Bring It On. Like, come on. Do you Wait, think she was in that? Yeah. Oh my God, you guys are her. haters, really don't bro. Remember her. She was the main character. Yes. Oh, that's why I don't. She's the star I'll, of the movie. I was about to say, you really think we watch Bring It On for any of them, Jones? No. No, right? Whoa, 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 Whitney. 
she wasn't. No, she wasn't. Yeah, there she's was the main character. Was. She's the main character in Bring It On. She is oh, the main oh, character. Oh. I can't even vision The story it. is around her. And then everyone else is, you know, listen, listen. Com- com- every, listen, I don't care. I, I don't care. And every Bring It On, the black people, are, the, black people are the main characters. Red. Black people. I was lucky. She from Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Oh, she from Jersey? Dang, that's another red flag. Yeah, I ain't watched that. You're a leader, Torrance. Oh, damn, Jersey. Ooh, that's another red flag. I know, right? There are some haters. I know. Don't tell my lady she from Jersey. But yeah, that's a super red flag. Yeah, see, see, so why are you talking sack about Jersey, huh? Your girlfriend's from Jersey. Yeah, and she knows trash. (laughs) She knows, too. I don't see nothing about bringing on. She's the main character, Mark. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> All I remember Anyone is can watch Bring It On and can say she is the main cheerleader. All she's I the remember main is Gabrielle oh, Union. Star Trek? Damn, that's wild. Yeah, see, y'all haters, bro. All I remember is Gabrielle Union in the green. Okay, Ooh, yeah, because yeah. she was the like the she antagonist. Was, no, 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 no. She was the main character. No, she's not. No, she's they not. They stole her. They stole her. It does, they no, stole it doesn't. Moves. Y'all they, obviously they never oh, her. Le- they you co- know what? She was. Now I remember. I just, I just you, forgot Chris, she had blonde you hair. You don't even know what you're talking about. She. Was, they copied her whole flow. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Gabrielle Union's character bar was bar. the side character. She was like. You know, like a antagonist of Kirsten Dunst, so she wasn't in oh. it more than the majority of the film. That's why they Kirsten Dunst and her squad were the star, like were the center of the film, and then the the that's, Clovers came in like sporadically. That's cute. I don't care how much screen time they got. The black people were the main no, character. They that's wasn't. true. They were not. I'm where, sorry. They, where, where, where did they get the moves from? It doesn't the black matter. People. It doesn't matter. It, it, See, they man, weren't just the stars like sl- in the movie, though. It's just like slavery all over again. Yep. That's fine. It wasn't part of the movie. Yep. yep. I can't. I just can't like rewrite <laughs> the movie. That's what it was. I, I, I never said you could. I never said you should. I'm just saying. Oh, that's <gasps> crazy. What? Yo, he's a moron. She look good. It, it's more than just looks, Carm. Whatever. Just wild. Right. Anyway. <laughs> more than just looks. Some of the most beautiful women be so ugly inside. And some of the most handsome men are scumbags. Sure are. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, no here. Once Scummy. again, hold on. All right, go ahead. Once again, you're listening to 98.5 WJY. Yeah, run a best sports show, sports for the culture. If you want to call to join the discussion, Mark, drop that call number. 215-763-9596. That's the first time Mark has ever not said, of course, before the number. Oh, I do. That. I do. You go, of course. Yeah, you say, of course. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. That's your thing. Oh, That's the Mark that. Thompson thing. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it's that. It's like, of course, 215 <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess okay. Shit, in a few weeks, I gotta, <laughs> shit, in a few weeks, I gotta follow up on it. Hey, man, that's crazy. I, yeah. no, I, no I can idea. do it. Oh, okay. I, I had no idea. <laughs> anyway, the the NFL has been pretty crazy this year. You know, we're having we're having games on Tuesday now. We're having games on Friday and Saturday. But the one thing that hasn't changed is, like I said at the start of the season three months ago, is the parity. Yeah, that's true. The parody has been wild. It has been rambunctious. And it's kind of hard to predict who's actually going to win it all because it's I not. I don't have a clue. Yeah, and a lot of it has to do with, you know, all these COVID protocols and who that's gets hot at the right time. Because as of right now, the season end of the day, once again, the Green Bay Packers will be number one in the NFC East. And the Cowboys will be 10-4. and four. They'll be the number two seed. So if the Eagles... Uh, but unfortunately, because the Bears didn't get the job done last night, the Bears would have beaten the Vikings, and the right. Eagles win tonight. They would have the seventh seed, and if the season ended today, the Eagles would play Dallas in the first round. That's okay. It's all right. But still, the Eagles still have more than plenty of opportunities to, you know, 
solidify themselves as a playoff team. They control their whole feet. Yeah. That's yeah. it. All they got to do is legit at this point when you're in. So Eagles should be in playoff mode now. Mm-hmm. Getting some momentum now. Like the play the playoff playbooks and plays now cuz that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. You know, it just I, I just feel like that's where that's where they need to be. It doesn't matter about the picks, where the picks are. I mean, it's dummy proof. Like you, you really can't mess this draft up too much. Um, so I, I think we just need to continue to focus on the games that we have in front of us and go ahead and attempt to make the playoffs because yep. you can. And the Kansas City Chiefs, who a lot of people thought they were, you know, DOA dead they, in the water. They back. They've rocked. They've after three or four start. They've rocked off seventh straight. Sheesh. And the season ended today. Guess who's the number one seed? The Kansas, Kansas City. City Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and I'll just read it out to you right now. Number one, Kansas City Chiefs. Number two, the New England Patriots. Belichick, That's a shock. Belichick's revenge. Number three, the Tennessee Titans, still hanging on by a thread. They are. What's the uh, status on? King Henry's return. King, Hen- uh, from what I've read in reports, Derrick Henry is going to try to make a return at the earliest, at the end of the season, at the very latest to playoffs. Got you. That makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. Literally so the same answer, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> end of the season, very earliest, the playoffs. Yeah, the Cincinnati Bengals, they're leaders of the of the division that is looking like nobody wants to win right now, AFC which is North. the a- AFC North. Yeah. They're eight and six. Colts, however, they are eight and five. they are eight and six. They have the fifth seed. So the season end of the day would be Cincinnati versus the Colts in the first round. Number six is the LA Chargers. So it'll be the Chargers and the Titans squaring off. And last, certainly not least, is the Buffalo Bills holding on to that final playoff spot. And it'll be the Bills and the Patriots at the season end of today. Honest question. <laughs> How do you feel about Carson Wentz's play? And the fact that now we have that first round pick solidified. The funny thing is that whenever I go and rewatch the Colts games, and then I go to like, oh man, Jonathan Taylor's carrying up. That may be true. Jonathan Taylor's a legitimate MVP candidate, but Carson Wentz also has 23 touchdowns and six interceptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't have, you know, elite weapons, but Michael Pittman Jr. still gets the job done. T.Y. Sure. Hilton does sure get does. the job, job done. Moelle Cox when he uses him. Yeah. yeah. So it just goes to show you that Carson Wentz isn't a featured guy here. Obviously, it's Jonathan Taylor with a, anchored by a great offensive line. But it still shows that Carson Wentz still has plenty of quality football left in him mm-hmm. going forward. And it takes the right coach to put him <laughs> in the right situations like yeah. we're seeing. So it's not like a situation where it's like, oh, man, I miss Carson. It sucks, but I'm I'm over it. Okay. I got no choice to. <laughs> I just wanted to get a pulse. I mean, because Carson Wentz, he has been playing well. For me, it's not – I wouldn't even say playing well. It's like he's just playing like Carson Wentz. It's like it's not 2017 Carson Wentz because I don't think he'll ever be there again. Yeah. But it's definitely, to me, the same Carson Wentz. Like maybe when he first came back. From injury, yeah. he's not injured now. He's not crazy mobile like he used to be. We kn- we've always known he's had the arm. He can, you know, at times take care of the ball. I mean, he definitely took care of the ball, you know, outside of the last couple of seasons with the Eagles, mm-hmm. you know, with the talent that we had around him. Yeah. So, I mean, Carson Wentz Fum- was never a, him, a bad quarterback him, to me. Him throwing interceptions really wasn't a problem until, like, his last season in Philadelphia. I agree. Cause, cause Fumbles was, have always been the cons- constant with yes, him, though. Yes, yes. 
But you're, it's shown that, like, well, the Titans, they have a – not the Titans, the Colts, they have a formula. As long as you have a really good offensive line, Jonathan Taylor being the catalyst, you give, you know, Carson Wentz probably, like, another good weapon or two. This is a this is a team that, because of the way that the AFC is, which is wide open, yeah, there, this, this could be a potential Super Bowl window that could stay open for a few years. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, too, that had me thinking because it's like – I'm watching Carson Wentz. I'm watching that Colts game, and it's just simple run plays. I get it. We don't have a Jonathan Taylor on our team, but we'll never know. But it's literally simple run plays that I'm watching. It's simple little, like, even, like, crazy, like, jet sweeps. Like, they're not, like, difficult plays that are run. No, it's nothing too complex. Yeah. You know, and it just seems a simple. A lot of it has to do with the play calling. I agree. Frank Wright. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree. So, and, I mean. And the one thing I will say this is that Carson Wentz went 5 of 12, and they still won. If Carson and nobody in Indianapolis cares yeah. that how how it got done, they don't care about style points as long as it wins. We all know what would happen if a quarterback goes 5 of 12 here, even if they win. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, even when we were, what, there was one point where we were like 4-1. and one, Yeah. Uh, leading the NFL and rushing, and people were like, why, Jalen only had 173 passing yards? Exactly. It's just like, what do you mean? We won the game. I don't care about style points. Right. Just win the damn game. That's it. That's it. Just win. So no, I'm just I'm just trying to get a get a pulse. Yeah. Carm, what you feel about Carson Wentz? You 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 missing him at all? You you think like, huh? Maybe we pulled the trigger too quick on him, or what you think? Are you missing Ginger Jesus? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't care either way. I'm over it. Yeah, he's gone. It just, it just I just feel like I'm I'm just done dwelling on what ifs with the Eagles and with the Sixers. It just is what it is. Like even with. You know, my whole thing with the Jason Tatum thing, I'm tired of talking about that, too. I'm just sick of it. That's just, your biggest one. I know, but it's like I'm just over it because you know what? The Eagles and the Sixers, they just pass up on people. They make mistakes, and that's just them. So I'm accepting them for who they are. Nope. Carson is gone, and that's just what it is. You know, he did good for us, you know, when he was here, for when he did good. And then, you know, people got tired, and, you know, the narrative happened, and then it all went to crap. So it is what it is. I don't miss him at all. Hey, Goodbye. Listen, any end his tenure here ended in the Super Bowl, regardless of him not playing, regardless of him only playing one playoff game here. If it wasn't for his MVP candidate season, it wouldn't have put Nick Foles in that situation. That's true. To try to close the deal. So in the end, his tenure, his five-year tenure ended up in the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, Dallas only still has one playoff win throughout all of the six years Dak Prescott's been in there. Right. So well, does does I was just about to ask you this. Even though Carson didn't play during the playoffs, he helped. He set us up. Yeah, he set us up. Do do you still count him as like a Super Bowl winning quarterback or not a Super Bowl win? Not as a Super Bowl winning quarterback, right? Because that—that's the headline. That—that that was the headline when he was traded. Yeah, you know, you know, got former Super Bowl winning quarterback Carson Wentz. You know, had 2017 MVP year before he went down. That's the headline. That's yeah. that's what's that's what's selling the tickets and getting people in the in the seats. Regardless, you can't erase what he did. Thirty-three touchdowns, seven interceptions that year. Still, it's still a franchise record. Right. How many and touchdowns does he currently have? Twenty-three. So you think he'll get thirty? Think you can get thirty? He's got four games left. Uh, no, not four. Three games left, I believe now. Yeah, he can get that, but it 
He he don't need to. He doesn't need to. Yeah. They have their formula. They have they have their formula, and they just got to stay healthy. Because if they get into the postseason, in the end, that that's how you make postseason runs in terms of how good your offensive line and how good in terms of running the football. Yeah. Because as much as we talk about, you know, Tampa Bay and, like, Tom Brady and all that, Leonard Fournette is the catalyst <laughs> in terms of what he's able to do for that team. Right. We've seen it in Jacksonville. Like, the reason why the Jags were a game away from the Super Bowl is because of what Leonard Fournette was able to do. Mm-hmm. And it took them so long to finally start using him. Exactly. But I was so worried. When we made the trade earlier in the season, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, when are they going to finally start using him? Bro, the last six weeks, Leonard Fournette been the hottest running back. And James Conner, I don't know how I got them both, been like the hottest running backs in the league. Yeah. Like, it's about, it's about time they finally start using Leonard Fournette. I mean, the fact that he got cut from Jacksonville in his prime as a running back, like, that was Crazy, yeah. so crazy. Yeah, and then I'll go to the NFC: Green Bay, number one seed; Dallas, number two; Tampa Bay, number three. Number three, they got shut. They got shut. I don't know what is it with that matchup between Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, that was ugly. Yeah, I don't. I don't even understand. Like, what was the uh, score to that one again? It was nine zero. Oh, First time God. Tom Brady got shut out in his career. Really? Yeah. He ain't never put up a goose egg before. No. Yeah, I mean that's real. Yeah. That's for real. Yeah. First time for everything. Yeah, so you got Arizona, Taylor, Florida. He was Florida, pissed right. on that tablet. I can't say that. I guess I, well, it was. It it's was, all uh, good. It's all good. <laughs> it was, he was ticked off. Chris doesn't care. He was ticked. I mean, I hit the dump button, so. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we good. So Cardinals number Put four. DeAndre Hopkins is out for the rest of the season. He'll be back, he'll, he'll be back for the playoffs. Number five. That's the most important one right there. The L.A. Rams, if they win tonight, then... Who they playing? They're playing the Seahawks. Seahawks? Cheeks. Yeah. They so cheeks this it, year. Wasn't that your backup team? I'm sorry. That was last year when I was playing around. <laughs> yeah, I was just, you know, yeah. I was just LOL. You know how I do. Yeah. Did y'all see that game with the with Green Bay and the Ravens? Yeah. I was mad. I was like, Ravens, you guys are honestly morons. Like, it's 40 seconds left. Yeah. And, it costs- and instead of just tying the game, you go for the two. Like, bro, do you know if you don't get this? Like, there's no, like, there's really just no way you're going against Aaron Rodgers that you're going to get the ball back in 40 seconds or whatever thing you're That's why do. you do it. No, 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 <laughs> no. But I would, I would at least tied it. I would at least tied it and then just kind of, like, let my defense hold us out until we go to overtime no no that's why Aaron but, Rodgers but, is but why no, but you here, do no, it. but here's the thing though but he didn't get it he didn't get it and then they still lost so I would rather just take this insurance and just get the one point and then just live with whatever the defense does yeah and those back-to-back losses the Ravens are now the outside looking in on the playoffs yeah mm-hmm. like I just think that was it. just you should have made paid the safe move and just made the field goal because it's just like you know you like here's the thing mistakes can happen not with Aaron Rodgers, but like you know, other people can drop, or you know, what I mean, like stuff can happen that like you can kind of skew things. But if you just don't even give yourself a chance to stay in it, because once you miss it and then Aaron Rodgers gets the ball back, then you are kind of done. But you don't even give yourself an opportunity to at least go to overtime. You just uh-huh. sold it, and it was. I was just like, wow, it's that's tough. It's it's almost uh-huh. like in 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 uh, basketball, right? When it's the final shot, you're down two. It's like, do I go for the two or do I go for the three? I know hard. I don't have enough if we go to overtime. 
So yeah. I'm, I don't know if we go for that too. Maybe we go for the three. It's it's almost the it's same concept. Yeah, no, I get that, but I just think so. Just like with certain teams, like certain teams, certain situations, I think you kind of just have to go for the two, whether you feel like you have it in you or yeah. not, because it's like you're not getting Cause the three. It's because at the end, of, it's the it's the long haul. It's like all right, look, we're we're lucky to be here. We really can't but hang the Ravens on, came so I'd back. rather gamble this. The Ravens came back, though. They were losing. Like, it was like 31 to, like, n- nine Yeah, but that backup like that. quarterback, what I forgot bull name. I'm good. I know, but I I'm just think good. I would, came I would, this I don't, far, I would have just at least tried to give us a fighting chance in overtime. Because if you lose in overtime, if you can lose, <laughs> no, if you can lose in overtime, I, I, like that, that's, that's fine. You made it to overtime. You gave it your best. To lose like that and not even give yourself that t- to tie the game, I just didn't like that. I didn't like that decision. Nah, I'm good on overtime because you know what that means? That means the game could potentially end in a tie. I don't, I'm, I'm done with ties. It's so I personally just would have went for the overtime. But I mean, yeah, I think it's stupid with ties too. Like you should play like in basketball. They don't like stop it if it like you just keep going more overtimes. That's you, it. So yeah. I think that should be the same thing with football. Like, how do you have a tie? In we a, have to determine a winner. We're grown men here. Right. Like I like that. Like you go to four we overtimes. Need a, we need a decision. Talk about the Detroit. I right. wonder. I wonder how many overtime has an NBA game gone to? Like how many? I know that I've seen four overtime before. I wonder if it's gone to like I feel, a six. I feel like I've seen six four four. It was like I feel like it was like a Phoenix Denver game. It was like six overtime. No, the last the last one I remember, um, like a triple overtime was uh, Suns and Lakers. I've seen a four oh, overtime. Chris? I remember seeing. I've seen a four overtime, like a going into. four. I feel like there might have either. I feel like it was a six one at some point within the last three years. Something with the six. I think like the Sixers had like a long game before. Sixers right? had like a double overtime this season. That's what oh, that was the last parlay yeah. I won. Oh yeah, I guess Denver was. Yeah, that was there. the last parlay out. And and D'Angelo Russell talking trash. Like, oh, they got guys coming back. Okay. We sweet. The Olympians versus the Royals, January 6th, 1951. Six overtimes. See? In order to find an NBA game with the most overtimes, you got to go all the way back to 1951. And that year, the basketball was still getting its sea legs. The Indianapolis Olympians managed to squeak out, get this final score. A 75 to 73 win over the what? Rochester Royals. Because there wasn't no black people playing. Wow. Yet. That's why. Because, you know, we, we put some style on that. Ain't no way we're going six overtimes and it's only 70 points. You're out of your mind. 70 points? Let, yeah. it, let it go to six overtimes so now. We'd be up like, it'd be like up to so what's almost the longest 75. Overtime in like modern times? Like, like the last 20 years? Probably that 3 1 with the Phoenix. I remember that. I might have been in college. I was six overtimes that I confused that with recently. Okay, most recently, okay, the six overtimes back in 1951. We had a five overtime game in f- 1949. And the modern, it was four. The most modern one was in the playoffs uh, Portland Trailblazers versus the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> the huh. Portland Trailblazers versus the right. Denver Good old 10 30 matchup. Yeah. <laughs> How many overtimes? Said four? Four. And the game was 68 minutes long. Sheesh. 68 minutes? Yeah. Well,. 48 minutes, then you got the four overtime. It's an extra 20 minutes, yeah. yeah. Of then you got to consider, like, you know, stoppage. What was the score? 140 to 137. Okay, see, that makes that sounds a little more. But even then, that's kind of low. Yeah, and then in 2019, also the same year where that happened, um, another four overtime game between the Bulls and the Hawks, 168-161. Sheesh. Mm. Wow. What a time to be alive. Whew. That is very taxing, though. Like, going into four overtimes. Yeah. But still, I'd rather take that than the tie. Yeah, I really think that the Indianapolis Olympians and the Rochester Royals were, like, rivals because they also had 
after they had a six overtime game in 1951. Then two years later, they had a four overtime game against each other in 1953. The score after four overtimes was 99 to 96. God, it's just so they must have like hated each other. Or something. Oh yeah, a lot oh, of physical, a lot of physical defense. And I don't want to hear no old timer saying that person would destroy LeBron James. Hey, listen, LeBron James would score ninety six on them by himself. Bro, I'm just saying, if a team can hold you to under a hundred points, they hack it. In four, in they four overtime games, they hack it. That, that, that's some amazing defense. They ha- right nah, they can't get a bucket. They couldn't even. That's back when um they thought putting it between your legs was wizardry. Like, how'd you do that? It's back when they just – actually, no, my bad. They wasn't back and forth. They was one hand running in circles. That's it. You, they never used another hand. And then they would stop at the basket and let you stop. And then uh, – <laughs> yeah, no finesse. Mm. Jeez. Yeah, Ravens, you messed up, boy. Now you guys are not even a playoff race. When's Lamar Jackson coming back? Why he should I don't know. It's a high ankle sprain, so oh. you know The same thing hurts, Scott. That's why I was like well, – Hurts back already, yeah. even though he shouldn't be. We're going to see. Yeah. Once again, you're listening to 98.5 WJYN, running back sports show, sports for the culture. If you want to call the joint discussion, I'm going to drop that call number. Absolutely. 215-763-9596. So why would you have to see something? Now we're self-aware. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Next time it's going to be my pleasure. Uh, like I'm a, like I work for Chick Fil A. Yeah. Uh, all right, yo. So I got this conspiracy. It's a little off topic, right? Okay. So, all right. So I was having a debate recently. Is it about Chick Fil A? It's not about Chick Fil A. It's about modern day like people for the most part. Like, so when is the last time like like especially with like social media and all like the enhancements that people can do? Like, when's the last time you saw someone who's like actually ugly? Huh? Like when was the last time you saw like an ugly person? Today. <laughs> really? Like with your own eyes? Yes. Really? Yeah. What the heck? All right, fine. How about this? When was the last time you seen an ugly girl? Today. The homeless people count. No. Oh, okay. Like I'm talking about like normal people who be like on social media and stuff. All the time. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. People I've not seen an ugly person. I see it like time. people. Some. Uh, let me, I don't want to like. Or ugly just, girl on the Let me time. let me just say this. I just I'm gonna say this is like. I don't know. I don't want to say this bad, but I have people that I know from like school that, yeah. Like I used to until makeup really became art to the point where it's like, oh, wow. But it's like makeup, you see the makeup, you know they look good with the makeup, but when you know what they really look like, does it still count? Like, I know what you I really mean, look like. I mean, but do you, but you don't really see what that person looks like anymore. What if you know what they really look like before the makeup? Like, say you went to school with them and you see them all the time. Like, right. You know, and then you see them now with makeup and say, oh, you got this makeup, you look good, but I know what you really look like. I mean, yeah, but they're not exposing that version of themselves outside anymore. But which, then, which is what I'm saying. Like, I haven't seen like anyone ugly in a while. At I mean, the same time, beauty's an eye beholder. I was so. about to say, like, that, I mean, like, to your standard of like ugliness or like just. I don't even mean to say ugly because I don't want to sound like a way. Like, maybe not your particular cup of tea. You know, someone you may not actually be attracted <laughs> to because also, we're all made in the image of God. Also, John, you know, also someone that's down bad. I mean, I didn't say all that. Just maybe not your particular cup of tea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's no eyes, you know, sees I mean, things a bit differently. Mark got them standards. I mean, I don't pay attention, but like, I'm pretty sure, like, <laughs> whenever I go out to a bar, I'm pretty much sure. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, no circumstance. I mean, 
I ain't a prize either, but like, I ain't talking to you. I'm not. I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting here. <laughs> wow, Chris I'm Thomas. <laughs> Chris Thomas, you heard it here. I'm not. I'm not saying like these people are dimes That's a bad or anything <laughs> like that. But at least like average. Shorty of five. Shorty right, of but oh. now with today's technology, oh. filters, and makeup, she's a seven five. <laughs> seven that goes five. a long way. Still, one of my favorite quotes I heard from <laughs> high school is that like, there's this one John. Um, they asked my friend Dan. They asked my friend Dan. He was like, "Yo, what do you think of her on a scale of one to ten? She was like, "A nine. I'm like, "Everybody's looking at nine, nine. He's like, "She's not even close to a nine. She's <laughs> like a nickel, dog." <laughs> <laughs> she was a nickel. But it's crazy because people have people say beauty is not a beholder, but then we have like a generalization on beauty. Like this girl, like if, you saw, if a group of guys, they all can have different tastes, right? They all can one can date white girls. You know, everyone can have different tastes, mm-hmm. and they can see one girl and be like. They all can agree in consensus. Oh, she's bad. Right. Oh, she's a seven. Oh, she's a nine. Whatever, right? right, right, right. Oh, but she it's like did. everyone, yeah, <laughs> everyone has like their different sense of beauty, you know, whatever preference of beauty. But guys will consent on tricks like, oh, she's this, she's this, she's worthy, she's not, she's bad, she's not. And it's just kind of like, how can we have this measuring stick on that? Because if you look at who you guys are actually dating, let's just keep it a bean here. You're dating fives and fours. And you want to and you want to rate people sevens and eights. Dang. That's crazy. Like, let's keep it honest here. Like, think about girls you actually pull, they're fours, they're fives. And you're going to be trying to tell me, oh, you're just a seven. Uh, I'm not in that category. I've never. You know what I'm saying? Like, not saying me. I'm I saying, like, you know, like to girls. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> all, my, all my me. women been fine. So. Woo! Yes, Mark. I'm just gonna, I'm just I mean, they've all had wonderful personalities. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Some are out of this world. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, listen. I but truly though, beauty really is an ideal because you know someone that Mark can think is hot. Like, damn, Chris hot. can be like, <laughs> she's oh, hot. like she cool. But I don't know. I like That's this. True. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just truly. But but again, just like with, I think who can assess on what is like the overall what society says is the overall what's beautiful. Well, women set the society, in my opinion. No, it's men. men I, no, we don't oh. be. T- it's men. The stuff that oh my god. What gosh. men push into the media? What like what? Who who owns these companies? Who runs these companies? What you mean? Men. The Kardashians run everything. Women no. do what the Kardashians do. No. I, a BBL is a regular thing. Before that was something that was private. Listen. Now people just openly tell them. Y'all have the sna- y'all, y'all control the standards. I mean, not that, men. No, no women. Yeah, do. women. Yeah, we don't care about what y'all do. Like, oh, I have these no, these no, no. back uh, these stretch marks. We don't care. You bro, trying bro everywhere, bro, everywhere else, bro, bro, like every every social media platform was talking about, oh, check out uh, Khloe Kardashian's natural curves. I'm like, right, what? Uh, people was like in there. I, I wish you would say Khloe Kardashian natural in the same sentence. I ain't never said that. I mean, here's the thing: Khloe obviously has a nice <laughs> body, but it's not natural. Like she definitely, it's not natural. Right, she's had some enhancements. Yeah, that just kind of further along confirms that like ain't a lot of ugly people out there because of what you can do. Like but we're talking natural beauty versus ain't no more natural beauty like that. And you got to think your girl natural beauty. And honestly, you got to and honestly, she's amazing. And honestly, you got to think like, you know, with, you know, enhancements, you know, physical enhancements, makeup, everything. That's a not 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 just multi-million. That's a multi-billion dollar funk organization now. So it's like that's a lot of money involved. A whole lot of money to me. Like what? People just out here. 
taking a taking a. If flight. a guy sees a girl with a big butt, small waist, boobs or no boobs, you know, depending on preference, they're gonna say, "Oh, show you eight, show you nine." If she can have an ugly face, as long as she got the body, they're going to say shorty is seven. She's not going to have no ugly face. I promise so, you, she's I mean, not. Well, she got money for all this. She, she, ain't, got no she ain't got no ugly face. But what I'm saying is if a girl has she a body. She's touching it up at least. People are going to say that they're going to, as a group, going to decide, yo, she look good. She a bad. She got this. She got that. Like, no That's matter what. That's not true. Yes, it is. No, I'm not, not true. I'm not giving no girl or, you know, a, a eight just because her body banging like, no. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be a looker too. I mean, there's been some solid twos who be stacked, but they. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Just, solid I mean, twos. Bro, I'm just Mark Thompson says solid twos, bro, people. Bro, like, no fans, bro. Dude, Mark, what? what does it take to be a two, Mark? What's a two, Mark? A two. You gotta look like you've been chewing on grenades. So your teeth jacked up. I'm just talking trash. Okay. You got no edges. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just All right, here, all right, here let me ask you this. Okay, would you rather have a girl with nice hair or nice teeth? Can't have both. How bad are the teeth? Nice hair or nice teeth? Can't just, have both. I'm just saying how nice are the teeth? Pick teeth or hair? I don't care. It's all about... It's all about the heart. So, Mark, it's teeth or hair? You have to pick. It's all about the The girl it will only have either a nice smile... And jacked up hair or nice hair, jacked up smile. What are you taking? I'm gonna go with the hair. Okay, hair. Yeah, what about you? What, what about you, Chris? Gun to head, I gotta pick teeth. Like. Cause veneers is in. <laughs> I don't like them, <laughs> but the veneers is in. Okay. You gonna be looking like the tribal chief with your veneers, but <laughs> they gonna be in though. They gonna be shining. So Mark is taking his chick to get the teeth fixed. I got it. I mean, hey, the veneers is in. I'm just saying, I'm picking the teeth. Uh, listen, uh, a smile melts me, so I got to go. Oh, Chris. Great. I mean, I'm just saying, like, bro, so, like. So great. He <laughs> said a smile melts me. <laughs> I love this holiday. Mark, shut up. I love this holiday edition. Right, like, this is like <laughs> holiday edition, Chris. Like, it's all melts me. Oh, it's like, the most wonderful like, time of the year. We candy canes and hot chocolate. That's, that's that my favorite curve. <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> smile. <laughs> <laughs> do you put your candy cane hot chocolate to mix the sugar? No, I do not. I don't like candy canes. Okay. Sorry. What? I don't what? like candy canes. Why you don't like candy canes? It's the holiday season. Because of the holiday trinket, don't mean I like it. Um, but yeah, no, sorry. That was just a random question. That's just truly how I feel with social media and all the enhancements that people can do. You know, with filters and makeups and eyelashes and stuff, especially women. Like, I haven't seen an ugly, well, unattractive woman in a long time. That's all I was saying. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it also just doesn't apply to women. It also applies to men as well. True. Yeah. Well, like, bro, them liposuction, Jones. Be like, yeah, I seen, I seen one on Twitter. It was hilarious. The dude, he got liposuction. Girls was in the uh, comments saying he looked like a lobster tail now. It was hilarious. I was cracking Ooh. up. And, it was, and he was a skinny dude, and he got the, the, the fake abs put in. Uh, yeah, that's that's something I I would never go under the knife. I'm just I'm just gonna eat healthy, yeah. and give it my all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not I mean, if it's like a life or death thing, then yeah. Yeah. Finally, I'll go under the knife. I've done everything I can to not go under the knife under any circumstances. Facts. Yeah. Once again, you listen to 98.5, the Virginia YM, yeah, running back sports show, sports for the culture. You want to call us running discussion, Mark, drop that call number. 215-763-9596. All right. So, so before we uh, dive into the NBA, does any of you have any Super Bowl favorites? 
No. Fed off your Eagles. No, I don't have no. <laughs> go ahead, Carmen. You you can go ahead. Philadelphia Eagles versus the Green Bay Packers. In the NFC Championship game? In the Super Bowl. Carmen. Yep. Uh, Carmen the Spider-Verse. She's like, <laughs> I'm just playing. Okay, no, I'm just messing. All right. I'm going to go with the Chiefs versus the Buccaneers. Okay. I'm going to just, just for drama's sake, I'm going with the Colts and the Eagles. That could happen. It could happen. It really could happen. Honestly, I I didn't really want to talk about it, but the Colts can kind of make a run in the playoffs right now, yeah, especially with the way that they um are able to run. They can make a they can control the game in time of possession in the playoffs. Call me crazy. Yeah, no, no. And so can we. No, I I actually I actually that? agree with you. That's that's a scary thing. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't imagine. I actually agree with you. I just don't want to imagine this town for the next two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, that being the Super Bowl matchup. And we lose. Oh and we lose. Just just and we lose. Oh yeah. But what 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 more for this town they will who be is surrounded with sports drama, we go to the Super Bowl versus the Colts. That's not a Philadelphia story. We don't win that game. We lose that game. And that's Car- that's and Carson wins balls out and, and he gets Super, M- Super Bowl MVP. Oh, that's a, that's a the Philadelphia town, story the right there. The town will be in a mob marching to the link. Oh my God! They'll be marching the to they'll be marching to Howie's house with oh, torches yeah. and the, ready to burn his house down. The oh, day yeah. the day after, multiple articles. Why the Philadelphia Eagles made the mistake? Oh yeah, Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, completely ignoring the fact that this team. That was supposed to be in a rebuild. Yep. Magically made it to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I love it. That's true. <laughs> I haven't. I didn't even think about that. Like when I thought about the scenario, I thought about the headlines of Carson Wentz. I didn't even think about us making it to the Super Bowl, which would be yeah, exactly. Crazy. That's that's the beauty of if that was the Super Bowl scenario and we lose. Oh yeah. Nothing else would matter. Nothing. Nothing. How now, it would be a one Eagles. Man. I'm sorry. The way. As my life as an Eagles fan, that scenario plays out. Y'all know we don't win that game. You know, Chris, that's why you're laughing. You know we do not win that game. Ain't no, we, no, no, no. If that's a Boston Patriots area type thing, they win that game. Philadelphia? No, we don't win that game. No, ain't no way. Listen, <laughs> ain't no honestly, way. Not, honestly, I, I kind of want that to happen now. I would, yo, I was literally thinking about it. After I was watching that Colts game. I'm like, I'm going to just be patient here, but the Colts can make a run. Mm-hmm. They can make a ugly run. The way that Taylor plays and Carson Wentz, the way he's playing for this team, he's essentially playing as a game manager, but he's not a game manager. He, we know he's not a game-managing quarterback. So, And I'm just saying, they're about <laughs> another at least tier two wide receiver away from being a – I wouldn't a even multi- say that. You get a little bit more from T.Y. Hilton because he ain't even been the same player. Yeah. I'm about Michael to say, Pittman has been coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Mo- T- Alec, you get Mo- a little, Jack Doyle, Moali Cox. Yeah, you get a little bit more Zach T.Y. Pasco, Hilton. Ooh. There, it's it's there. That's why they make. That's why they did what they did last year with Philip Rivers. Yeah, and it was. And that's what people are forgetting. Right, Philip Rivers <laughs> turned the ball over in terms of interceptions twice a ton. As, yeah, twice as many over as Carson Wentz is doing right now. Yes, and people are wondering like, how are the Colts doing this? I'm like, they were 11 and five last year. Yes, with <laughs> Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz just took over the same team. 
He's younger. He's more athletic That's in it. terms of throwing the football. He's a little more ca- more cautious. Yes. And and it's, it's wild that you say cautious and Carson Wentz in the same sense because he's not that cautious. Yeah. Just when you're comparing Phillip Rivers yeah. and Carson Wentz. There's an older like, Phillip Rivers here to Carson, yeah. Yeah, like, so I, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I was thinking about it watching that game. I'm like, yo, I mean, we've seen uh, the Bills have been pedestrian. Yeah. The Chiefs have caught fire. There's really no one else in the AFC. I mean, Tennessee, they've been floating, but yeah. I don't really believe in them. Uh, yeah, Derrick Henry's still there. Their injury, now we're talking something. The different. problem is that Derrick Henry got hurt at the wrong time, and their their injuries still have they still haven't recovered from all those injuries. Yes, I they agree. haven't gotten a rhythm yet. So yes, I agree. And it's and, the, and I'll say this: everybody's talking about well, they'll get Derrick Henry back in the playoffs and AJ Brown, Julio Jones. I'm like, the playoffs is the last place you want to get like all healthy throughout the entire season where you don't have any rhythm. Facts and that and that would also be a loss for Tennessee, Tennessee because they would f- they would just get Derrick Henry back and they're going to force him to rock when he's not in rhythm. Mm-hmm. That's also going to be a loss. Yeah, like we we've seen stuff like this before. It's not this is not new. These storylines, these scripts are not new. Even if you look at the NFC currently right now, there's no clear favorite. The fact that Tampa Bay can go put up like 45 one week, then put up a goose egg. That just shows you, like, all right, what's really happening? Yeah. Like, there's no clear favor in the NFC. So that's why it really wouldn't be far-fetched if the Eagles can come out of nowhere as a wild-card team dominating on the ground and the Colts do the same thing in this wide-open football league and now we have a crazy storyline where yeah. we got the Colts and Eagles in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's how wide open the NFC. I mean, just the NFL period. NFL, yeah. Yeah, the NFC is no like favorite. Yeah, here's the thing: like Aaron Rodgers is playing MVP football on a broken toe. Yes, and he's leading the Packers as the number one seed right now. Dallas, their defense is much better than what it was last year. It was historically bad, and they still have the offense to still make up and like getting plenty of shootouts. And they so, got Michael Parsons, who plays every position. Yeah. So if anything, now he's playing cornerback. What? Yeah. So. Th- because of what, because their defense, especially their front seven, is transformed into one of the most elite uh, front sevens in football. Plus, what they have on already have on offense with that Prescott back, they can make a run. Yes, you still got Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They got still all their starters. Chris Godwin's out, unfortunately, out for the rest of the season with yeah, his torn ACL. Saw that. Sucks, but still can't cut out twelve. Nah, the 49ers can still make a run. Right, because. I don't know what it is. Like when I look at this team, I'm like, they're eight and six. I'm like, they, they should not be eight and six. And I'm like, bro, that's they, the thing that's weird. And that's the thing, like, they can run the football. Trent Williams has been probably been the best offensive lineman in football. Yeah. Like they can give they they can give the ball to anybody. They, they can, really can. Yeah, they can give it to Debo Samuel. You still got George Kittle. You still isn't got Brandon. He, isn't he technically a wide receiver? Yeah, he's a wide he's receiver. The ball. Yes. <laughs> what? I'm confused. Yeah, that's 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 how they've been winning. You know, that's how they made their Super Bowl run. And that's the funny thing. They were in the Super Bowl two years ago. That is true. A lot of people forgot about that. I agree. Yeah. And it's usually like the losing team in a Super Bowl, yeah, they take like a year to retool, refine, and they come back and they're like a major contender again. That's something that hasn't been talked about San Francisco at all. It's been more of the, you know, typical, the things that the media likes, controversy. So Trey Lance versus um, Jimmy G. Yeah. That's been the whole debate, you know, not really talking about – you know how powerful their run game is, and how you and how you just mentioned that they have been mm-hmm. two years removed from the Super Bowl. Yeah, and the team as of right now that has the last seed right now is the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Kirk Cousins already won a playoff game. Yeah. His stats, if they were if 
and not to mention most of their losses are like close losses. Yeah. So if they could still be if a ball rolls their way, yeah. they're probably leading the AFC, NFC North right now. Oh, for sure. They're, yeah. They're so they're and Kirk Cousins like. As much as people don't like him, he's been balling. Over 3,600 yards, 29 touchdowns, six interceptions. Yeah. A few more wins in the win column, he's probably an MVP candidate. I know. Dalvin Cook hasn't been able to stay healthy, but he still has over 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson has been an absolute stud. They can catch They can catch hot at the right time. Yeah. In the playoffs, it's not about who's the best team. Yeah. More often, yeah. It's not like the NBA. It's like you got to beat a team four times out of seven to prove that you're better than that. Nah, I just take one time. Yeah. One it's game. About getting hot and, at the right time. And the thing the, the thing about Minnesota, man, I tell you, they are one team I never bet on ever because you just never know which side of Minnesota yeah. you're going to get. You can There can be a game where Kirk Cousins mess around, throws like four touchdowns. Then there can be a game where he throws like one and they're just bad. Yeah. They're the most con- – like, they, They're like – them in the Browns. Not the Browns this season. The Browns last season. Yeah. But Minnesota has been like that since they've like, been I don't Cousins. like one instance there could be Kirk Cousins be like, he'd be 8 for 12 for like 74 yards. Yeah. And then but Dalvin Cook goes off. Yeah. Then you got Dalvin Cook either not going off or gets hurt. Then Madison comes in right. and Kirk Cousins takes over. Right. It's like the weirdest Jekyll and Hyde thing ever. And Kirk Cousins, he's always great in the rankings for fantasy football. He's like yeah. always top five. Mm-hmm. That's why, I like in the, in the, in our in our league for the longest, I'm like, yeah. why nobody pick Kirk Cousins? I had plenty of quarterbacks. Like I'm I'm battling Justin Herbert and because and of that inconsistency, I'm not okay. Listen, he drops like 30 points one week. I'm not trying to sit here and get like 12 points for another. That's real. Yeah, it's kind of like the Tobias Harris thing. It's like uh, in the end, it's like he'll average himself we're out. We're, it is the six o'clock hour. We will be speaking about that soon. Yeah. That travesty. But anyway, I can't wait for this playoffs, man. Because regardless of what it's going to be. Hopefully, Philadelphia. Hopefully, the Eagles are in it. But the way that this scenario is setting up, seven teams in the playoffs, you get three wild card, th- uh, three games, six games, and wild card weekend. It's gonna be, it's gonna be chaos. It is. It's it, gonna it, be bad. Chris is so excited. I'm, I'm kind of excited too because when I, I love Chris playoff is football. Chris is cheesing. Yo, I was literally thinking like last Thursday. I'm like, when do the Saturday games Chris start? Is like, yeah, I know they're soon. These can still make it. These can still. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, and, and the Green Bay Packers, yo, broken. Yo, 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 seriously, real talk. Hmm. Real Jan- talk. January ni- uh, January ninth is the last of the end of uh, the rest of the regular season. I'm legitimately probably going to take off that first weekend for Wild Card Weekend. Oh, wow. it's gonna be it's gonna be almost equivalent to like you know when the NBA You're first starts off of work for wild and there's card games weekend. all day. Yeah, that's how it's gonna be for football. Yeah, and it's never like that. It'd be like Christmas. It's like here's the thing, that Wild Card Weekend. It's gonna be like Christmas. Basketball. Oh, it's gonna be great. You're and those, be the, those will be the best games. You're really taking off. I don't blame him. Those yeah. be the best games. I do not blame him. Yeah, I'm gonna like, probably. Even watching. I watch them, and I'm not a crazy. I'm, I'm just like, saying, like, I'm just an Eagles fan. I'm just saying to start the day off. You watch Josh Allen versus Josh Herbert, uh, Justin Herbert. To start to start things off, then the eight o'clock games you get a good NFC matchup between like you know two teams that like to run the football, like to, like like Brady versus the Forty Nine ers or something like bro. That is, I'm like, ah. how could you not? And it's like multiple styles. It's like nobody is like the same, and it's always like a styles clash. Breaking, um, the Bucks signed Le'Veon Bell. I don't know if that's breaking or not, but they signed Le'Veon Bell. Uh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Speaking of, before we go dive into the uh, NBA, you saw Le'Veon Bell try to call out Jake Paul, right? Yo, I think these celebrities, I think they need to chill on Jake Paul a little bit. Yeah. Because I'm starting to see improvement in his fights. 
he was more controlled in that Woodley fight than I remember him from the Nate Robinson fight. I they, can't believe he knocked him out like that. Um, I can because he actually puts in work. I'm about to say he's an actual boxer, not a USC guy. Trying yeah, to. like he. That's that's another thing. Like he talks the trash. Like he's he's great for entertainment right yeah. now. He really is. But I'm starting to see his technique improve, and they better stop playing. Honestly, the the most egregious thing I saw throughout that entire weekend was like the post fight. His Woodley's mama was on. Was even laughing at him. <laughs> he did get knocked out. I'm just like that was that was a crazy. He got knocked shot. out cold. Yeah, that was a crazy shot. But like from the angle, I just felt like I didn't expect that reaction. I was like, oh. No, did you see? There's a lower angle right where the person looks like they're almost in the ring. You actually see the sweat get knocked off this man. When I seen that angle, I'm like, oh god. He hit him in the chin. Yo, he cleaned that man. Yeah. All this and right here, all that. And just dropped. Cleaned him. Like and, and the way he fell, like he fell head first. He could not even. Break. He was going on his feet. He felt like, and he, wow. And, and he is you okay? Right. He was, yo, that's when Simba wow. was on him like. Chris mm. on a roll today. Yeah. Have any of you ever been hit like that? Mm. Nah. Nah, I'm not trying to. Nah, I'm good. Have you ever knocked somebody out in that way? No, nah, but it's like also some people. I don't know. Nah, 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 the, the thing is also. pretty bad. But yeah, but also people talking about, well, the fight was fixed and everything because like that angle where it's like, we dropped this guard. Somebody said the realest thing that I, I just had to agree. He was like, bro, no amount of money is making me get decked like that. I know. <laughs> especially, <laughs> in, <laughs> especially in an internet era. They get decked. I'm sorry. I'm and like, it, bro, like, I'm not taking a hook. <laughs> right, because soon, soon as um, something goes down, I'm like, ain't this you? Ain't you this can't you? even talk trash because ain't this you? Right, it, it don't matter with Manny Pacquiao. You can pull up like any meme like from the future, like just right. anything. It don't got to be from the fight. It can be like you on top of a building, like right. ain't that you? Ain't that you? Put him in the put him in the bed with a blanket on. No, that's the thing. Like it don't matter how accomplished Manny Pacquiao is. Manny Pacquiao is still famous for him getting knocked out and being. He yo he got yeah he got wow. Mm. Shoot, even Roy Jones after a while towards the end of his career, Ooh. them jo- Tarver was taking his head off. Antonio Tarver was teeing off on Roy Jones. Oh, Whatever happened to him? Antonio Tarver? Yeah. He got a little chunky and gave it up. Okay. I remember one one time I seen him back after a hiatus. He was real chunky I'm in the say, ring. Like, I remember him making those six. Like he was the main bad guy in Rocky. So. He was, and then he just got chunky. Yeah. And huh. then that was about it. He, yeah. You know, he's eating them Campbell's soups. Yeah. But anyway, six o'clock hour. Well, we're past the six o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. So, how about oh. the sixes, man? How about Joel Hans and Chris's B and everybody? Energy and, just went down. Oh, Joel and B. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Mouth's a little dry here. Joel and B, the most skilled big man of all time. How about it, man? Just doing stuff that only him and Kareem has can do. You know, because he's the most skilled big man of all time. How about it? How about it? This is a great week for Mark's point from last week. Oh, yeah, of course. Now he's hitting step-back jumpers two times in a row, icing games. No, like seriously, a guard. like that one shot, I was like, ooh, ooh. I'm like, when he got, dub- when he got doubled, then like he did like the little like, like, kick out for him. Yeah, he was like, yeah, that's cool. And it was like all net, like, choop, choop. Right, that jumped twice choop. from, the, from like, virtually ooh. the same spot. Like, when I yeah. seen it, I was like, ooh. It's like, ooh. I was like, okay, Joel. No. I was mad at him about the free throw. And then when I seen the shot, I was like, ooh. I was, like, only mad at, I was only mad about the free throw because I'm like, uh, I'm not going to get my 40 burger. But mm. then he ended up, you know, getting the ball again, he did picking it. it off like a corner. He did he it. He got his 40 burger. He did it. 
But anyway, yeah, 41 points, 10, assi- uh, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, mm-hmm. 4 blocks, oh, yeah. 2 steals. Uh-huh. Tell me more. And a Tell win me over- more, all and, that stuff that he does. Uh-huh. And yeah. a win over Boston. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Sixers have You still- got dominance. You got finesse. You got sharp shooting. You got clutch. You got defense. You got rim protector. You got all that in one sample size in 40 minutes. But continue. <laughs> It's Six, great to watch. No, I'm just saying. The Sixers haven't been under 500 all season long. That's been the only saving grace. And Joel Embiid was For like, now. yeah. Hey, no. Joel ain't going to let that happen. Good. Not, I hope he don't. Not in this house. That, and, and the way he moved yesterday, he looked healthy. He's, he's, he's looking healthy, the way his body is moving. Yeah. He, I didn't, I, one of the first times I didn't <laughs> see him like grimace. What you talking about? Marcus is funny as crap. He looked healthy. He did. He looked it. Like his knob because there be the girth. No, see, I knew you was on that type time. I'd be nasty. She, I knew she was on that type time. I'm talking about the way he's so nimble Ooh, and yeah. agile uh-huh. on the court. He can move. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, you talking about cake sure and can. buttocks. <laughs> not over here, not today. You know, we're a few days away from Christmas. No, 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 no. He did look good. Like, I didn't feel like his kneecap was going to pop off. Or you know it's bloody I mean? like yeah, it is every like, other oh, game. Like, yeah, How like, your knees bleed, bro? Like, so. His knees always bleed. I was definitely impressed with Joel. Like, he obviously put the team on his entire back. Per you. And it and was the, just like. The whole starting five did. But they you only know, got but, one bench point. But here's the thing. But listen to me, though. Here's the thing. What's Tobias? Even with Tobias. Finally. He did better. But even when I looked at his stats, like, I think it was like the beginning of the fourth, they showed like the stats. It was like him, Seth, and Joel. Uh-huh. I was like, well. Didn't feel like it. Yeah, if I. I was just like he has these points up here on the board, but I've like from watching you, it's just been kind of like a little cringy. Like, like ooh, where did they like, come why? from? Yeah, like how does even how'd you get there? Yeah, because the way you've been playing just look kind of like like when trashy. does it, like when does it happen? Kind of like trash. It's yo, that's literally how it be. I can be watching like I've seen like thirty two points. Like where? Like, like how? I've seen him get buckets, but it's just like it's never at the right pro- time. It's probably because it's not flashy. Yeah, but it's just to me. I just think like, he's never timely. It's like he never has a timely basket. Like it's rare. Joel always got timely baskets. Seth even has timely baskets. I feel like Tobias. He's always just kind of like Tobias. You always giving us points, and no one cares. Where it don't matter. But yeah, the to me the biggest thing about last night was uh, the the big momentum swing was a Danny Green three that wasn't yeah, 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 in yeah, the that corner. Yeah, that yeah. That put us up. From 90, the top of the key. Yeah, like yeah top to of the, the key side, to yeah. put us up 90, mm-hmm. 99-98. And after that, it was Joel and B takeover. Mm-hmm. That, yo, I'm telling you, man. I'm I'm put, I'm running with this narrative. I'm putting it in this in the atmosphere. I'm going to keep doing it. And then, like, because I'll see, I've, I've noticed, like, I some people have been kind of saying it, too. And then you'll you'll get people who are quick to say, "Well, Joker, blah 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 blah." Offensively, I'm not trying to hear anything. Yeah, about Joker, offensively, man. Joker don't play a lick of. De- I will lay Joker up right now. He don't play a lick of defense. Joker doesn't dominate. He's, I mean, like just because you do everything all around doesn't make you dominant. That's true. I mean, like it's those triple doubles. Like it, they're not. They don't come really like in a dominant way. It's no, just like, it's not. And those those triple doubles be like because literally their offenses run through him. Yeah, especially with uh, Murray been out for the extended yeah. So time his usage and his PER is going to be higher. Right, and then if the Sixers the Sixers start taking some of those Denver sets, oh they they and run it with Joel, it'd be just as devastating, if not even more, because yo like, Joel really does a lot. It, and and think about this, bro. 
the last second when they're trying to do that deep pass to get the final shot, yeah. who picked it off? Who was out Joel. there looking like Darius Slay? Joel. Right. Everywhere. Joel's everywhere. He, he'll pluck you on the perimeter. You think you got a layup? Gone. No. He's going to body you in the poke. Yo, his bag that he, yo, his literally one game, you can take that 40 point game he just had, and that can be a, a mixtape. He has so much in his bag. He's hitting threes. He's hitting step back jumpers. He's uh, making hook shots. He's facing up on you. He's hitting mid range shots. Everything. Dunks. Free throws. Like Joel literally does every single thing. I still think one of my favorite things about last night's game is that when I looked at the ESPN box score, mm-hmm. It's like I looked up, you know, the play-by-play. Yeah. It says Joel Embiid blocks freedom. Oh, God. That's <laughs> funny. First off, and that's cancer. I mean, and that's freedom. That Jones just throws. I know what he's trying to do, but, man, that it just – I just feel like when – I don't wh- – why? Yeah. Why? And here's a fun fact. Joel Embiid's monster game, you know, the 41-10-5 that he had last night, he has the most 40-10-5 games, which is six. He got six in his career. By Sixer mm-hmm. is the most by Sixer not named Will Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Will and uh, Will Chamberlain has thirteen of those games. Mm-hmm. Just as a Sixer alone. See. Hmm. And, I, and when you're ever in the same sentence as Will Chamberlain, that's kind of wild because Will Chamberlain is like the great Bambino of basketball. Like all his records are just almost virtually untouchable mm-hmm. because of the you know the time period he played in the competition. But when you see Joel in the same sentence with Will and Kareem, come on now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes you think, I think we should just blow up the team. Yeah. That's what I kind of feel now. I feel like we should just really keep, like, three guys and then just everyone else can just go and just get Joel, like, what he needs because it's true. It's it's just we're just losing that window with him. Yeah. That's what I've been saying. I mean, I think, I think we should keep – to me, I think we should keep Maxie – we should keep Matisse and uh, Seth. Yes, yeah, Seth, and then uh, and Joel, and that's it. Everyone else can just go. Like, Honestly, be gone. to me, only person who stays is Joel. That's it. Only person who stays. If we're building around. I'd rather build from the ground up. I keep Matisse though. If I had to like say Joel and one other, I keep Matisse. Matisse did get robbed last night because that last foul before he fell out. That, that was that not was a foul. Yeah. And that I'm was like, crazy. He didn't even you, touch him. He I'm smart like, elbowed call, him. I'm like, how are you calling a flagrant, like not like a flagrant, like a foul on Mark Smart, which equated the free throws, but the call still stands. That doesn't make any sense. Right. He's the one that like elbowed Matisse and was, you know, crying. And Matisse, you watched the replay. He didn't do anything. He didn't even touch him. He was just going alongside him trying to defend. Like, how does that happen? How does that work? They just got mad because he kept picking them. But anyways, yeah, I would say keep Matisse, if anything. But I would say Matisse and Seth. I like. I do really like Maxie, though. I, Seth, I like Seth. I like Maxie. Seth is, Seth is coming on. Seth, like, and from what he, Seth has been giving us all season, to be honest, if he was more consistent, that's our C.J. McCullough. If he did that m- more often, because the game is kind of similar. He just don't have the handles that McCollum does, but he does the floaters, the mid-range, and the knockdown threes. I'm about to say, the dude's a curry. I'm not getting rid of him. I mean, there's I only, There's only two curries. There's only three curries in the history of the NBA that's ever played in the NBA, and we got one of them. No, nah, that's real. I and he's making his name here. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm just saying that's our McCollum. If he can do it 
longer because you know he'll come in hot you know but essentially it's a very close game it's just he don't have the handles that McCollum has but all the same shot selections and style it's the same that's our CJ McCollum right now so there's really no point in my opinion to go after a CJ McCollum but everybody else can go just uh, go, go, honestly, go, go, like, go if we get more depth then that could be our two then that could be our two man game at the end of the games that could be Seth and, and Embiid but that's how it kind of was last night yeah it was like it was going off Seth and they either you get the ball to Seth at the top Seth throws it to Embiid and then it kind of went like that and I like that. And I like how to, like, the Tobias didn't have the ball. Like, when they came up the floor, they gave us the Tobias. Don't get Tobias the ball. Pass it to Seth and let Seth make the decision. Please. Because Tobias, you ready to make, take a shot? And every I, never time, want, I never want him to take a shot. Every, like, don't. Every time when it's a close game and there's like three minutes left, and I see either Danny Green or Tobias Harris shoot, I'm like, why, why? why are you doing this? Seriously. Like, I don't want to see Tobias shooting the ball. Like last five of the fourth quarter, because he's just gonna be bad. It's gonna be off. It's gonna be bad. No, it's gonna be short. It's always yeah. short. <laughs> yeah. So just don't do it. All just right. give the ball to Seth or Joe. Right. So, Mark, you brought up something interesting. You said you're blowing the entire team up. That's not Joel Embiid. So pretty much, yeah. In a scenario in which, all right, let's just say all hell breaks loose, Maury gets fired, all Doc gets fired. Mm-hmm. He can yeah. say hell on the show. Yeah, hell's fine. Okay. <laughs> Car I'm about to go off. What I mean, the I mean, hell? <laughs> words are literally <laughs> ahead, right Carm. there. Man, I'm in hell. This is hell. Oh my I'm God. sick of this hell. <sighs> Man, Sixers, you got me in hell. Wait, Eagles, you're get always in hell. Anyway, all right, so. <laughs> ben, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> what is. Say <laughs> <like>, no. <laughs> how are you. Const- what is going to be, in terms of how are you going to construct the starting five? Forge well and beat like you still got the same pieces, so it's like you're trading Ben, you're trading Tobias, mm-hmm. you know, Maxi, Thibel, everybody. So, right. like, what is your ideal starting five mm-hmm. within reason in terms of who you're giving up for him to right. make to build properly? Now, so, all right, so do you want me to name players or can I put the roles in that I want around him? Because I feel like players are tough, okay, fine. Rolls then. All right. I appreciate that. I mean, I can do players best I can. <laughs> just go ahead, Mark. No, no. I think roles are important, though, especially if what we're going to. Well, players, you, I'm just blowing really, it you up. can't say players because it's just so. Like, you just can't. Right. Unless point. unless we just got say the trade exact generator roles. in front of me. Okay, fine. What, what, what is the roles? Like, what do you want? Why don't you say role, for example? Okay, fine. All right, fine, fine, fine. Player, for example. Fine. I, I can do it. So, one thing that I would definitely love, especially alongside with Joel and is someone who can score on their own from the perimeter yet also get people involved. So I want like a combo guard type guy. And I feel like a pairing with that with Joel would be uh, very beneficial because I do feel like Joel has the ability to dominate a game the way that Shaq dominated a game. It's just completely – it's a little different. I want him to kind of have his own Kobe. To have a one-two-man punch. That's something that has always... You want him to have a... He's Akeem and you want him to have a glide. Sure. Sure. Or just just a combo guard in general. Just, yeah, someone who can also help. I love still a solid 3 and D guy. I would still love, like, a Matisse, uh, Mikel Bridges type guy. I got alongside that. I'm just saying, when it comes to Matisse, you got to cross out that three. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, oh, let's say Mikel Bridges. Okay. A, a Mikel Bridges type guy. Oh, don't say that name. He'd be perfect. He'd be very perfect. He wouldn't cost us a whole lot of money. 
you know, because if we're thinking cap space and all that stuff too, you know, I'd still love me a solid three and D guy. Um, as far as um, my power forward, definitely someone that could be a, a bit of a stretch four because you're going to still have that area for Joel to operate, especially when it comes to being in the paint and uh, being face-to-face when Joel detects the double team because he's improved a ton with that. He's able to find open guys. I think that's important, too, especially in terms of us having someone when teams like do zone, like when they play a zone mm-hmm. on us, like having someone to be able to stretch and who, who has that vision as well because, when, as you saw, when the Heat – play his own defense on us we can't do nothing right like it was just like wow so we need that other we person yeah. we need that other person out there with joel to help when mm-hmm. especially in terms of like vision and then when they double him and you know just kicking it out like we need the other person there you know what right. i mean so mm-hmm. i think that's big because and honestly too just in terms of game plan and scheme sorry off of i know no, you're doing no, your picks do your right thing, now but just in terms of our game plan it's like so what is going to be the going forward game plan of when teams play zone on us yeah like because it's been shown every time when they do that, it always it always disrupts us and messes mm-hmm. up Joel. And like, no, no hinders on Joel because you know he only can do so much. But it's like, what is going to be the scheme and our our, rea- our what are we going to do about that? Like, Doc, yeah. like, what is the game plan on that? Because it's like it keeps happening, and it's like we're being exposed. So once these playoffs come, hey, you know what to do to shut down the Sixers, shut down the Joel Embiid, right? Play his own. Fun fact: The Sixers right now are the number six seed. At the season end of the day, we will play the Cleveland Cavaliers in the first round. Wow, they got mad length. Yeah, and they're like nineteen. And Imagine 12. them playing zone on us. Yeah, whoa. That's that's yeah. You got Jared Allen. Really? Yeah. Un- whoa. Kevin Love. That's a problem. That's a problem. Kevin Love. Evan and the kid Evan Mobley. He's seven foot. Tough. Look, check out that wingspan of his. Oh, he's tough. Evan Mobley's nice yeah. from yeah, USC. Man. This and is he got crazy. Quick and aggressive guards. Darius Garland. Yeah. yeah. And Sexton's out. He's not even playing. He's out for the season. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's but yeah, just like that's a team that prides itself on its length and its defense. You got like you know Evan Mobley, Isaiah Pearl. Yeah. Yeah, they've been quietly solid. I was looking at the standings the other day. I'm like, wait, why is Cleveland number LeBron back? Quietly solid. <laughs> Yo, they've been quietly solid. <laughs> that was a good quietly. I'm gonna use that. I mean, quietly solid. Yeah, seriously. Fun times in Cleveland today. All right. It's Cleveland. Sound to Detroit. Right. right, Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rock. Like they. Oh, that like, song. Oh my God, that show. What was that show? Drew Carey. Drew Carey show. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. So continue. Yeah, um. Right. So yeah, quality stretch. Uh, look. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm literally constructing the 2001 Lakers in my head. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to. Oh, I thought you were constructing uh, the Rockets, but instead of for James Harden, it's just Joel Embiid. Yeah, no, I'm constructing the 2001 Lakers in my head. Uh, my, I need me a, a point guard who's going to knock down the three and be scrappy. Um, uh, a two guard who's going to be a two way player, but can also be a combo guard, a stretch four, Ori. <laughs> and then you got your three uh, and D guy, Rick Fox. I'm literally constructing the O one Lakers, and I'm planting Joel Embiid in my head. I think that is almost the best. I even almost want the triangle offense for him too. Hmm. Okay. I think it would work tremendously because we already know, and Joel has said it himself, this team is built for Ben. It's never built for Joel. Yeah, and that's the scary thing is that Joel Embiid is doing this right now with a team that is built to pretty much operate without him because everybody's so worried about his injuries. Yeah, because what if he doesn't play? So we're building a team, you know, to operate without him. Now the opposite's happening. Joel Embiid's been there outside of COVID. Yeah. So they were giving me – Almost uh, Orlando Magic, Dwight Howard vibes mm-hmm. a little bit. 
because they were kind of constructed yeah. similar to the Lakers. <sighs> similar. But they did put a ton of three-point shooters around yeah, Dwight. But I, and Bede's a much better passer. I'm about to say, I'd rather have Hedo Turkoglu than Tobias Harris. Oh, for sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Hedo with the to-the-side little jumper. You, you plant he Joel goes, on that team, they might win a chip. He put a slant. He does a little slant jumper. Remember his little oh, slant? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hedo man. Turkoglu's that guy. What? No. For, I would, anytime over Tobias. Tobias ain't nothing comparison. Even Pete. Remember Petrus? Um, um, Michael Petrus. Yeah, Michael even Petrus. him. 3ND, even Petrus. Perfect 3D. Guy. Seriously. Charlotte Lewis. Char- Vince Yo, Charlotte Lewis. Jameer no. Nelson, Ray for Austin. Come on. They had two point guards, two quality points. Jameer Nelson was an all-star that year. Mm. And then when he got injured, Ray for Austin took over. They didn't miss a beat. And that's what happened to them in the finals. They tried to force Jameer Nelson back in when Ray for Austin got him there. And and then Kobe was just yeah. he wasn't playing. Kobe wasn't playing. I mean, then Paul Gasol just like absolutely just murdered Dwight. Yeah, yeah. They they Kobe was not there was no after losing to the Celtics. Yeah. There was no way Kobe was getting back to the finals and losing. I'm like, I'm I like, didn't care who I'm it was. Like, I'm, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm gonna get my revenge. Bring on the Celtics. No, no, no. It's it's the magic. The magic. Like, who's on the magic? Uh, Dwight Howard. Man, we cooking these fools. Oh, and that's literally what happened. That's literally what happened. When listen, yeah. Well, props to them. They won a game. <laughs> they did. Yeah. And Dwight Howard was very, very dominant that playoff series. I remember he killed Atlanta in the Eastern Conference Finals. It was bad. It was so bad the way Dwight Howard was just going off. But that, in a, but in a nutshell, I would basically construct my new team the way that the 2001 Lakers were constructed around Shaq. Yeah. In a nutshell, that's how I would do it. It's just there's so much more you get out of that because Joel's more skilled than Shaq, so he's going to be able to give you so much more. It even makes the triangle almost more effective because like say hypothetically you take you put Joel on that 01 team now you got Kobe Kobe didn't start really operating the inside of the triangle till Shaq was gone like now he Kobe would have been and able then to you inserted Paul Gasol because Paul Gasol was like a well-renowned passer exactly and then Paul, I mean Joel would have been able to do everything Gasol does nothing different so that that's basically how we constructed it in a nutshell I'll put those pieces around Joel, like the 01 Lakers, or something similar to what the Magic did with Dwight Howard when they went to the finals. That's that's perfect. And I think those are honestly the perfect two blueprints if you're going to build around big men. So that's how I would do it. So the 09 Magic and the 01 Lakers is the blueprints of like how you build around it. How I would build around Joel Embiid, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. I was thinking about what about the 2000. 2011 Ma- uh, Mavericks team, but I realized I'm like Dirk was the four. The only reason why they made that jump because Tyson, Tyson Chandler. Chandler. Yeah. yeah, Tyson Chandler. So it's like you can't really build that because that would require. I like thought about them too briefly, but when I remember Tyson Chandler, that's when I was like, Nah, I don't, I don't know. About I mean, that. like, yeah, because you can't swap out Dirk for Embiid because Embiid and Tyson Chandler aren't be able to. Nah, probably not. Yeah. I mean, you could. I mean, if but any- you're not really getting the best out of Embiid. Yeah. If you do that. I feel like to get the best out of him, Joel has to stay at the five. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't. The last thing I want is Joel paired alongside another seven footer. I could uh, also maybe if you want to be if you want to be honest, that's also believe it or not the way the Spurs were were um, constructed too yeah. around Tim Duncan. You got Tony Parker, Ginobili, Bruce Bowen. That's your three and D guy. Your stretch your stretch four. If you had D Al, Robert Ory, you know what I'm saying? Like because Duncan Matt started Bonner. playing the five after Matt a while. Bonner. 
Yeah, Duncan start, started playing the five, five after a while. Yeah. Well, I feel like once David Robinson was gone, we probably still called him a power forward. Yeah, that's that's to me where I get in a lot of arguments. I'm like, he's yeah. the greatest power forward of all time. I'm like, but he played center half his career. He did. And no, people don't talk about that enough. Yeah. Like, he was really only a four when David Robinson was there. Yeah. But they kind of just kept labeling him a power forward. Yeah. But, like, but he was yeah, really like After Robinson left, like, he played, like, a good center for, like, nine years straight. Before, a lot of, yeah. Yeah, before, like, Tiago Splitter came. Exactly. They, they moved him back. To like, the them years when he was going up against, like, KG and Chris Webber and Dirk, he was pretty much playing center. Yeah. So, but you, you can also say those the way those those Spurs teams were constructed around Duncan, mm-hmm. that will work for Embiid, too. Because, I mean, if you think about how those guys are all plugged in, they're essentially all built the same way. You got your you got your 3 and D guy. That's your Bruce Bowen. You got your, I guess, in this situation, well, I'm going to just say your combo guard, which is, in this situation, Tony Parker. Um, you got your stretch four. Once again, Robert Ory. You know, and then, you're, then as years go on, your other 3 and D guy, Kawhi, before he got his superstar status, he was just a 3 and D guy mm-hmm. before he took off. So, I mean, yeah, that that's how I would construct a team around Joel. I think that the Sixers – in, in essence, they think that their their plan was to have someone they felt like could be, you know, say any any one of those pieces. Like, say, like, Tobias, right? Mm-hmm. They thought that maybe he was going to be a piece to the puzzle. But the problem with Tobias is no matter of his stature or whatever his stats say, the man just – he just can't get it together. He yeah. just can't be consistent. So it's like no matter what his past stats were or whatever he produced in his other teams or whatever happens, mm-hmm. on the Sixers, he hasn't been able to just be consistent enough to help Joel at all, really, like consistently. I agree. So it was just, you know, I think the Sixers try to, like, give Joel something, but they just don't know how to pick. Mm-hmm. 98.5 WJYM, running back sports. What up, Chris? It's Jordan. Hey, Jordan, what's going on, Yo, man? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, man. Uh, good, to see, good to hear from you guys. Hi, so, uh, man. What's going on? No, everything's good. Uh, I just want to discuss a little bit of what you guys were talking about in terms of the Sixers. And in terms of, like, the trade ideas that's been going on, it says none of it right now, to me, if you're talking about bringing in a C.J. McCollum or, or things of that nature, I just don't feel like that type of deal is something that you would pile over excessively. Like, I don't think any offers right now at this particular moment in time involving a trade for Ben Simmons is something that would get me off my feet at this particular moment in time. Because if you think about it at this point, from this perspective, it's like, look how removing him from the team affected you guys defensively. Last year you ranked from number two in team defense to now you guys the 20th this year in defense. That's that's not even playoff contention as far as as I'm concerned. You can't even sniff the playoffs if you're in the 20th in defense, like the, I mean, not, I wouldn't say sniff the playoffs, but you can't even sniff a championship if you're 20th in defense. That's just not going to work in the half court set. So I just, at this particular moment in time, and then when I hear the you know trade rumors about the Lakers and talks of, of of trying to get Ben Simmons, I almost laugh to be honest with you. I don't know, maybe in the in the Spideyverse, in the multiverse, that could happen. <laughs> a trade of, of of Russell Westbrook for for Ben Simmons. Maybe in the, in that type of verse, but in the universe, in the United States, in this <laughs> verse at this particular moment in time, I don't even see that happening. Because you got to think about it from this perspective: 
If the goal is to lure James Harden from Brooklyn to Philadelphia, do you honestly think it heightens your chances if you bring a guy like Westbrook to your team after what happened in Houston? Think about it. This is no. this Jordan. This is what I think was going to happen with that. I, now I'm not saying I want this. It's just a little research that I've been doing, and it kind of works out. So let's just say hypothetically, right? Sixers do trade and get Westbrook. Right? Westbrook is really his contract. He's on a player deal. So after this season, he does have the ability to opt out. You know, become a free agent, an unrestricted free agent. Now, when it comes to James Harden, players they can choose who they sign with. But, like, nowadays, it's not a necessary, like, okay, he just signs to the Sixers. It's always, like, a sign-and-trade. So I feel like in that situation, we would probably do a sign-and-trade, and we got to include Tobias's, uh contract in that. And that's how we would acquire James Harden. So I wouldn't think Westbrook would be something long-term. I think it would just be something for the now that I feel like would work for both teams. And that's 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 all I was looking at it. So you want Westbrook, and so essentially what you're saying is that you want Westbrook on in the Philadelphia uniform, correct? Is that what you're saying? I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to it for Ben Simmons who doesn't play and give us nothing at all. But what does Russell Westbrook gives you? You see, he can't hit a um, jump shot, and you see, you need he needs the ball in his hands. He would he would have that. What, in Philadelphia. what does he bring to you at this particular moment? He brings you. You see, you see, jump shots matter. I don't care about his jump shot. I don't care about his jump so shot. What, what does he bring to the table? He brings—he literally brings you an aggressive Ben Simmons. <laughs> I mean, oh, come on, Jordan. Man. You know that he—he he brings you an aggressive. <laughs> he's going to get rebounds. He's going to get assists. He's going to get guys wide open, and he's going to shoot the basketball. And and some nights he actually might have thirty points because his shot actually goes in. Ben Simmons doesn't even play. Nah, Mark, you're a funny guy, man. You should get comedian. <laughs> wait, am, funny. wait, am I am I tripping? I'm tripping right I, now. I can't or... debate that. Huh? I can't debate that. But here's another thing. We, we guys, we have to stop with this whole Tobias Harris trade him and, and all this other stuff because y'all wasn't saying that last year. Uh, yeah, we were. Going through a, yeah, but at the same time, he wasn't going through a slump. He wasn't going through a slump like he's going through right now. Yeah, he has. At least, at least, at least give him some time. At least give it a – players go – they're human as well. I've been giving Let's him time just, since he was number 33 on this team. That's how much time I've been giving him. <laughs> I, would, I don't agree with the money. I don't uh, – no, nah, I'm not going to talk about another man's money, but I believe that we shouldn't hop on this bandwagon of, oh, we got to trade this guy. I think we gotta wait until the end of the season to tell like how he performs. How many more chances are we gonna keep giving people? They are they right there. Him. They right there. It's like in your face. I like that I have Ben Simmons on my team. Man, look, Ben Simmons don't even play, I man. I can't, I can't, I literally cannot speak of a person who doesn't play. At this point, we don't even know nothing about Ben Simmons. People, people like, for example, you remember Harden's situation, right? How Harden came back mm-hmm. fat. How would y'all feel if Ben comes back fat? Not only are you fat, you don't shoot. Come on, yo. Come on. Like, we really don't know who. At least we know if Harden's fat, he's still going to give us 25. Like, Ben Simmons, you fat and you don't shoot, bro? Come on. Now you 300 and you still can't put the ball in the hoop? Come on. That lets you know that he's not committed to the 76ers. He's not committed to playing for you guys. For all we know, Ben Simmons looks like Zion. 
He looked like Zion right now. Oh my God. He down at Ruth Chris having a ball. Uh, he had stake 48 wow. snapping playing Call of Duty. Pa- Call of Duty Pacific with the new map. Like, come you on. You know what man. I think? It's funny you bring up Zion. Not to make it about the Pelicans or Zion, but it's funny you bring that up. I actually think, and this is my opinion, that I actually believe it was actually premeditated that he came back looking the way he did. The reason why I say that is because we were in the book. Last year, the whole world was shut down. We basically was watching the news just to see what was going on to keep track. We was, we was following CDC rules and, and regulations and things of that nature. Everything shut down. The NBA went to a bubble. Excuse me, we saw pictures of this, of this man looking like, looking like game. Mm-hmm. Did we not remember? Yes. We saw pictures of this guy in shape. So during that time period while we was at home, if you could stay in shape at that particular moment in time, why is this year different? Because he's back in Louisiana. That's he's a big difference. Louisiana. Nah, he Louisiana was in Orlando Louisiana. during the bubble. <laughs> and food ain't just don't the same. No food down there. Louisiana, New Orleans, they got good food. That's, got yeah, no, that's, I was that's down the there problem. Good, that's bro. the problem. He loving that chicken from Popeye's a little too much. But I actually don't believe that. He, I don't think he resigns. To be honest with you, people could say, "Oh, he's going to take the money," but I, I honestly don't think that he resigns. He probably not going to. In my opinion, he might go to New York. Maybe, maybe. Uh, don't but don't listen to the media. They just want to. They want every star to go to New York so bad. New York is not it. It's not it. All the sports, all the New York sports teams basically suck except their MLS team. Like, everybody's trash. When's the last time the Islanders been good? The Rangers, the Jets, the Giants. I mean, the Yankees on default. But, like, the Mets, like, come on. All the New York teams have been trash for a long time at this point. It's about the Mets. We be the Mets. You know, a guy that could help you right now is Mikel Bridges. But, you know, which I <laughs> Well, let's not forget what happened back in 2018 when y'all traded him for who? Zaya Smith? Oh, uh, a peanut allergy. Who's Sesame Seed. I don't even think he in the league no more. Sesame Seed. I think he out of the league. That was such a mistake. He he, 21 and already done in the hey, league. We, hey, when we traded him, didn't we get Tony Bradley yeah. for him? Bruh, Whatever, man. Oh, uh, yeah. I have no idea, bro. That I, was I don't want to talk I, about I, it. I miss Tony Bradley. Man, I miss Zaya Smith. I miss Brett Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I need to. I think for me, a trade. I can understand why Maury is quiet right now because nothing right now ideally makes sense. I just think that for me, is that I think I need at least a two way wing. If y'all could at least, at the very least, get a two way wing, a difference maker, at least to build the continuity for this season onto next season. See if if James Harden could come, possibly at least set the foundation. And if he comes back, I just think, hey. You know, we have, he, James Harden, he has a history of working with great tenants, has he not? Ah, absolutely, working he's got, he's got Capella, Clint Capella I, I paid. Mean, James, go ahead. Go ahead. He, got, he got Clint Capella paid. <laughs> yeah, Clint Capella putting up 20 and 20 some games. Like, what? I mean, even though Joel don't catch alley-oops, but we don't know. He don't really be in situations to catch alley-oops. You know what I'm saying? So we, we really don't know. But I, I've i always thought that James Harden and Joel pairing would be worked the day I heard James Harden was available. Yeah. So yeah, much more complete. Him there, him, he don't even have to be – I would keep him at the two, uh, maybe the one. He could play either both. But I just feel like with him there and then you move, if Danny Green decides to stay, 
you move him to the to the bench. I mean, it seems more complete. That would have more depth. That would add more depth to our team if he comes in. It seems more just complete if James Harden comes with, comes into the Philadelphia Seventy Six. I've been talking about this for a whole year. Yeah, and not to mention to going to Brooklyn. Yeah, not to mention you have a bunch of veterans taking lead minimums. It's like, listen, a lot of people don't come to Philadelphia, but you get a Joel Embiid, you get a James Harden here. He's like. Hmm, okay, you know what? That league minimum sound pretty pretty damn. Bro, think about how much foul trouble other teams are going to be in. They both go to the line nine, ten times a game. It's going to slow it down, but we're going to be winning games. And in the fourth quarter, we ain't going to be crying at the eight-minute mark. Doc, put Joel back in while James Harden is doing damage. Oh, never mind, Joel. James Harden just took off. Now Joel gets an extended um, load management because James Harden just put up 20 in the fourth. Wait, hold on. Why are we in game seven? What do you mean Harden's only shooting three to 16? I, I, now this is when Joel takes over because it's playoff money time. See, look at look at that balance. Yeah, but Jordan, uh, I do have a question for you because you are a Brooklyn fan. So, how do you feel about you know with Kyrie potentially coming back? I mean, obviously you got put in health and safety protocols after you know that announcement. But how do you feel about Kyrie now being a part time uh, Brooklyn Net? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, well, first of all, I'm not a believe it or not, I'm not even a Nets fan, but I am from Brooklyn, so I do watch the game. It's it's kind of weird because I'm thinking about, okay, you're a part-time player. I'm just thinking about the lineup. It's going to switch. You're going to be in the, you're going to be on the road and you're not going to play in home games. So it's just the lineup is going to be a little bit weird. It's just like that part concerns me. And I just don't think that he, I don't want to say he doesn't deserve it. I, it's very contradictory what they're doing because it's like during, um, in October, you heard the the uh, what you gonna call it the um, the owner of the team said yes, that we're committed to vaccinated we're committed to vaccinated players not unvaccinated players. So it's just kind of contra- contradictory towards why is he coming in right now, and I think it's partly because they're trying to protect KD because KD is playing over what 37 minutes. Yeah. So I think that has to do with it, and possibly since KD and KD and Kyrie are boys. I'm pretty sure that KD probably was in the management era saying, listen, I need this guy back. We need a championship this year. He'll be, we need this guy. Because, again, we don't know, we don't know the situation with Harden. Because Harden, <clears throat> Harden never had any commitments to Brooklyn. Have you ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of any? He never said he's a net for life. Oh, no. Yeah, he, yeah, he didn't even you know uh, sign the offer that they gave him. That's what I'm saying. So it opens Pandora's box to the possibilities that he can do. Tell so, me about That's why I'm he, still on it. <laughs> that's why I'm not letting this Harden deal go until I know he's signed for a t- on a team multiple years. Like, that's why, like, at first when, when he got traded to Brooklyn, I'm like, oh, he's with KD, Kyrie, he's going to extend, whatever. I'm off it. Then when I heard he didn't extend and then Kyrie want to be a part-time player and we still haven't moved Ben Simmons yet, I'm like – Okay, maybe all along we've been trying to move Ben for Harden, and it it still could possibly happen. Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy, but I appreciate you taking my call, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks okay. for calling. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, Chris. I, yeah, Chris. I, yeah, I need to talk to you. Can I call you after the after the show using this number? Uh, yeah, definitely. 
I got you. Be safe, Joe. Happy holidays. Thank you. Once again, you're listening to 98.5 WJ. Well, yeah, Murder Bass Sports Show Sports. So the coach, we want to call Jordan discussion. Drop that call number, Mark. Yes, 215-763-9596. Yeah. Yeah, so Tim Frazier just signed a 10-day deal with the Orlando Magic. Former Penn Stater, former Memphis Grizzlies player, former Pelicans player, in AD's wedding. Just nice. signed 10-day deal with the Magic. Good for him. My Penn Stater, he was at Penn State when I was at Penn State. And yeah. I'm happy for him, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We are. Penn State. We are. Penn State. Oh. 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 We are Penn State. Oh. 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 Yeah, so Sean and Frazier, they're doing that because Orlando signed somebody else, I think, from the Pistons or somebody. I forget his name, but. To Detroit. For a hardship contract. I just love how I made Detroit like such a dirty word on this show. We're not Detroit. Shout out to Tim Frazier again, sign. Hopefully, you know, something I mean, come Fra- of it. Tim Frazier's cool. He's no, he's no uh, future <laughs> all-star uh, Tyler Johnson. All right, exactly. Oh, yeah, we signed that guy. Carm, this is why I was, like, trying to tell you, like, don't get all excited. I know. I was, I was just like, no, you were, like, cool. I was just like, yeah. I was like, cool. Like, yeah, I mean, because. I didn't care. I was just like. Oh. Nah, because I know you. You like, yeah, we got, we got Tyler Johnson, and he not making threes like he did when he was in Miami and when oh, he was in Brooklyn. Oh, God. And now he that, ain't listen, doing what nothing. what I said about Danny Green blah, is blah, it holds blah, blah, true. Blah, blah. It holds true. Okay, I wasn't wrong Danny about Green's Danny. Danny Green's 38. But, uh, but at the same time, I wasn't wrong about him, though. <laughs> Regardless, I either way. I'm pretty sure he's like 33. Yo, who's that guy that got in last night in the fourth? Um, with the with the little fro. What's uh, his name? Hall guy. He like no, my Miles Ma- bro- Powers. Yeah, like he he played. He's from Philly. Yeah, he a bucket. Yeah, he, he went to Seton Hall. He a bucket. He, okay. Uh, defense. He was a Big East uh, 2019 Player of the Year. He just had a little injuries that kind of messed him up. He's got a great game. He, he's a slasher. He's he's a bucket. He can definitely get a bucket. I'm not going to sit here. That man trying to make a step back three last night. I'm like he a little confused about the game plan, but he got spirit. Nah, nah. That, that I mean that that's in his bag. I mean he's just at the, that was his first NBA game. Yeah. So I'm excited for him. You know, at, when it when it comes down to being in your first NBA game, of course you're going to try to do the things that got you there. Yeah. You're just going to realize like, oh, everybody really hoops here, so that might not work. But nah, I mean, so big shouts out to him. Yeah. Um, he just had a couple of injuries. He was supposed to be a, um like a quality like first round pick, but them injuries set him yeah. back. So great opportunity. Good, but for like him. once Tyler Johnson gets in, it's going to be like our own version of Harden and Kyrie. Yo, yo. First off, <laughs> not on, not on no not on no <laughs> funny stuff, but Tyler Johnson actually is. A yeah, player. he is tough. He can actually hoop. Like he just don't have a, a tooth, and he look like he from Lancaster. Yeah. That's the only thing. <laughs> but he hooped though. He does look. He has like jail tats. I'm like, yeah, like a jail tat. I'm like, I'm like, he we can play. Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, all right, cool. We, look, he's all right, cool. You're you're automatically the best passer on this team. Yeah, no, he can play. I'm like, sorry, 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 Shake Milton. Yeah, <laughs> like nah, like for real, for real. If he gets like time, he can give you like 15. Yeah. So I mean, I just don't. I don't know. Maybe he just. May not have the best attitude. I don't know. I, I don't know why he's not on the team, but I know he can definitely play. Yeah. He was he was cool also, in Phoenix. He was good in Miami, and he was cool in uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. So he's always been pretty solid. Also, shout out to Isaiah Thomas. You know, yeah. his way oh, back yeah. to the league with the Lakers. As right? he should. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Absolutely. I think a six man role is perfect for him. I mean, good for him. He just, there's no and reason he's why he's on not on the LeBron team again. Yeah. There's a good. There's no good reason why he's not wasn't. I mean that he that there's no good reason why he was not in the league. Oh, there was. Was a good reason. He was just five eight and injured. No, no, but I mean he got healthy when he was all right. He's still just five eight. <laughs> I know, but I mean look what he did with the Celtics. <laughs> I know he was still five eight. So what? 
I mean, but anywho, you're able to mask some of that stuff, but it's like other teams just like, okay, yeah. we got to do all of this. For Being five eight, I mean, just someone can be. Look at Tobias; he's big as hell, doesn't do anything. So what's up? What's I difference? know, but it's different. Tobias is always going to be on an NBA team because he's six eight. Regardless, I just think and that's that not contract, fair. <laughs> even without the contract, because he's six eight and can make a shot. At Go times. Isaiah Thomas. I'm, I'm happy. For I'm him. happy for him too. Yeah. I, I no lie, I would not have been mad if the Sixers gave him a shot. It's just buckets off the bench. I'm not going to be mad at that. Who, who are you taking shots from? Facts. Tobias Shake. don't want to do it. Shake Milton. I don't care about Shake Milton taking Shake shots. Shake can go tonight. Right. And, and, and he dropped 18 his first game. Like, not, like he, was, he, was, 